right, that's right, and welcome back to Comics Exchange, your friendly neighborhood podcast. As always, to my left, we have the sweaty Ryan Shipley. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> it's the air conditioning, man. I know you're, you're missing oh. air conditioning today. Is some air conditioning in the store? It's working. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Uh, we, of course, we have Knoxville's longest-running comic shop owner, the one and only Bill Langford. Hey, I'm back again. That's right. <laughs> Backstreet's back. <laughs> Thanks it's for like, coming back. It's like a regular appointment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we have our first returning guest to the show, our what? special San Diego Comic-Con correspondent. Right. I said it right the first time. Yes, good job. <laughs> one Mr. Tyler Russell. Hey, Woo! Yeah, you heard that, Rocky. That's returning. <laughs> that's right. And the episode. introduction of my sexy new voice. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you're, you're sweaty and allergic. Yeah, allergies are fun. Yeah, <laughs> East Tennessee. Yeah, I think it's that. always like August is when it hits me. What is it like? Hay fever? Is what you got? It, it must be. Hey, and an allergy to. Will uh, you accept that I have and hay a, fever? And an allergy to onions. onions? <laughs> but no, uh, it could be hay fever. Yeah. So all throughout the episode, I'm sound really sexy. So if you're driving while listening to this episode, please pull over. <laughs> <laughs> Um, speaking of the summer, I, now you're, you're the youngest of us, right? Like you're... I am. Thank 29. you, Ryan. <laughs> wait, no, wait, I was not looking at your Kyle, you look like you were. So uh, kids go back to school so much earlier now, right? They do. Like when are the, when are your girls going back? So they start, I think Monday of next week. It's unreal. So the sick. Oh, wow. So, so okay. yes. But now that being said, let me also mention this. They get a week and a half for fall break. Okay. I think they get a spring break. Um, they get three or four weeks for Christmas. Make it, because we, so yeah. they, they get more time off throughout the year, Yeah, but you pay for it by going back to school earlier. You get less summertime. Because I, I know um, you're probably the same as me because we're closer in age. Mm-hmm. Um, we would go back right after Labor Day. Were you looking at me that time? Or were you looking at Tyler? I was looking at you. <laughs> okay, I just want to make sure. Cause it color, <laughs> like, I'm looking at Tyler. If you say something about young, <laughs> I'll be looking this way. Right. If I say right. old. Uh, right. So we would go like right after Labor Day, right? It, uh, the way I remember it, that's right. Okay, and Tyler... Yeah. You I were a high school, school sooner than yeah. <laughs> were you um were you like around Labor Day or were you earlier too? You know uh, my my uh, memory is absolutely terrible. I just know now I drive yeah. for my job. I, I drive. I've been driving for seven mm-hmm. years for my job, and every time school stops, right, I'm like, oh cool, I can just kind of keep going, and then it starts up, and I'm like, ooh, ticket, 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 so, yeah, slow yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it, it's weird because it keeps it keeps going backwards. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. it's less and less time. Right. Yep. For, so, for for school to to stay out, right? Yeah. yeah. So, I, it, for you to run the r- wild on the roads, yeah, you um, have less time. Because some, exactly. like I know, some kids already started back to school this past Monday, and my niece and nephew they are homeschooled. Okay. And with homeschool, they have like a period of time between. Some of them will start now. Some will start middle of August. Mm-hmm. I guess that's whenever Jesus tells them. No, I'm just kidding. Leave that part out. But they just have to like make. They have to do 180 days. So, as long as they figure out if they start earlier, they can do more of the breaks themselves. But it all seems like for the most part, everybody's in school within the first two weeks of August now, which is unreal to me. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe it's Japan that they go year round and they uh. do, and they do the thing where they take the breaks. But I guess the argument is is that the longer the summer break is the harder it is for you to retain the information, right? Because you've been gone longer. Oh, yeah. So, um, the and short... habits, too, I would imagine. Yeah, and the, the bad habits develop. And the, and well, they said, too, is like a lot of schools around the world do not have as long of a day as we do. Like they're usually done around noon. Well, I'm down with that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think it's better for kids, too, because I think it's like, because, you know, whenever we go to a new job and we mm-hmm. have training for a couple of weeks, yeah. they, 
understand if they keep the train. Hey, we're not going to do as much training because yes. we know that your brain is already too much full of information today. <laughs> I think it's a similar for kids. Yeah, they're usually going to send you home half a day, like on your first training day, because like yeah. that's enough information you're going to forget by tomorrow. Yeah. And uh, I don't know how come America hasn't incorporated the siesta, like the, the two o'clock afternoon nap. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. And we still pay for insurance too, so <laughs> well, yay Canada. Yeah. So, yeah. There's there's that. But just, so what would you do if there was a two, so, so, two so, o'clock? Would you so, close the store? No, no. Listen to me. So for instance, <laughs> when we when we went to uh, when we went to Disney, yeah, we would do a thing to where we would come back to the hotel room at like noon or one or two in the afternoon and take like an hour siesta. Okay. And it's the hottest part of the day. You cool off. The lines are super long at like noon or 12. Yeah. And sometimes you can take a shower, refresh yourself, take yeah. a nap. And then you, you hit the last part of the day. And so the time by the time they're ready to shoot the fireworks on Main Street, like at midnight or whatever, they're doing the parade, uh, you're refreshed and awake. Hey, afternoon oh. showers are always good. Like uh, at Dragon Con, yeah. we always stay in like one of the host hotels. That's smart. So it's sometime around 2 or 3 in the afternoon, yes. I'm tired. I'm going to go upstairs, energize in the air for a little yep. bit, take a cold shower, yep. and then go back down. And you got the option to use your own bathroom, which is yeah. highly it's highly underrated at a convention. But the, 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 yeah. just the option to be able to walk back. You know, Maybe it'll take you a quarter mile, but to be able to walk back to your hotel room and use your own bathroom is huge. Dragon Con is usually really good at keeping the toilets not too gross. Yeah. But I went to once the Cherokee, the, the casino. Yeah. And those, I wish we had done a hotel there. Oh, my gosh. Those, uh, restrooms were gross like urine all over the floor like like gas station restroom or worse yes. okay like that almost as scary as your old bat restroom in the other building golly that place was it was like something out of silent hill it was, it was pretty sketchy it was it was like the paint was <laughs> yes. yeah, sailing yeah. Off. it was it was interesting I, every now and then i'd get someone it'd be uh there was one guy i think asked to take pictures of it <laughs> and I think he said he worked maybe it's a set designer and he was going to use it for ideas I'm probably going to see it in Saul 10 <laughs> no he's going to hashtag comics exchange yeah. <laughs> but, which uh, uh, they're doing that with the, the the Saul movie they actually moved it from October to September to coincide with the new Paul Patrol movie so they're going to try to get people to do Saul Patrol yeah like they're doing Patrol. Barbenheimer I like it yeah they're going to yeah. try to do Saul Patrol uh, would be pretty watch? solid golly I don't know if I could handle both those movies See, in the same day I've never seen a Paul Patrol but I've watched every single Saul movie <laughs> like I get it I used to go all the time uh, Hall Cinema yeah Hall Cinema was for some reason my Saul movie place it is kind of, that theater was kind of like a Saul trap wasn't yes, it, yeah, wasn't yeah, it yeah, in a way, yeah. way kind of like you're not going to be surprised you're sitting there watching a movie and a little mirror, a little puppet on a unicycle comes riding out. <laughs> yep. Yeah, but uh, that place, that theater's for sale. Do you notice that? I'm surprised it's one, still around. One point yeah, two yeah. million dollars. You can what? buy the uh, the Hall Cinema Seven. That's uh, crazy. The property, the theater, everything. Now you don't what? have to keep it as a theater. You can tear it down. But you get all that sweet 1996 gear though. <laughs> but you do. Oh, hey, that's, that's a hell of a. They actually shop. put stadium seating. Yeah. Oh, that's in a there. good idea. Really? Yeah. yeah, like a few years ago, my friend Ryan had his 40th birthday. And they rented out a theater. When they, you know, during COVID, where they were letting you rent it out. Right. So he wanted to do Empire. And they actually had stadium seating at Hall Cinema. Whoa. Oh, that's uh, cool. Empire of the Sun? <laughs> yes, everybody loves that Empire of the uh, Sun movie. But wasn't um, sure which one you're talking about. But at Hall's was always a place where I watched a movie, and there was something wrong with the movie. I just accepted it. Yeah. <laughs> like other theaters, I'll go under the man. Something like when um, Blades of... Fury, I think, the movie with um, Will, Napoleon Dynamite uh, yeah. and uh, Will Ferrell. <laughs> Halfway through this movie, a black line appeared down the middle of the screen. Yes. And as the movie progressed, moved slowly to the to the right. 
You want to hear something even crazier? Yeah. When I went to go see that movie Mobsters with, um, I think I had Christian Slater and Coastus Mandalore. Okay. But uh, the entire movie, I could see the boom mic in every set scene. <laughs> like, it was weird. They'd cut the film, and I can actually see the, the boom mic hanging over their heads in That's every amazing. single scene in that movie. Yeah. And I didn't complain. We saw Twister there, and it was blurry. How could you tell? Could you, is that a joke or are you being serious? I'm being serious. The oh, movie okay. was, they had a little blur going on. Okay. Um, let's do some news. Yeah, speaking of movies, uh, you mentioned um, there's some delays going on, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, so the big ones for our audience, Raven the Hunter yeah. got pushed back from, I think, October to August of next year. And um, Ghostbusters is going cr- from December to sometime next year. And that Craven trailer looked crazy. Yeah, yeah, intense, yeah. Intense. And a lot of them are like, a lot of the clickbaiters are going, uh, Beyond Spider-Verse is delayed indefinitely. Mm. But that's just, um, they don't know the new date for it right, yet. Right, right, right. And there was a lot it's of canceled. criticism with the cross <laughs> Spider-Verse about how bad uh, work conditions were. Right. So I think maybe they're going to take their time and push it back to like 25 or 26. Well, I mean, I'm willing to wait. Yeah. But um, I guess good news, though, is a lot of people are worried, is that going to push back Dune? But I think when IMAX made a statement this week that the Marvels will not get an IMAX screen because they plan to keep Dune on yeah. the IMAX oh. for two months. Huh. Which Dune was actually shot in IMAX, which Marvels wasn't. So uh, that, that makes shady. sense. Yeah. 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 And they're actually going to re-release Dune 1 um, a couple weeks before Dune 2 comes out. Oh, that makes sense. Because like Dune came out like at the tail end of 2020, right? And it had a short run in the theater because it was like one of those day-in-day... <laughs> theater and hbo max right so most people saw it on max yeah but they're gonna give people a chance to see it on IMAX beforehand did you like it i like dune okay i never read the books okay you know readings for squares uh, <laughs> you're in a comic book store shipley <laughs> <laughs> no it's just like it reminds me of sean harden called out those pokemon go players in a freaking comic book store he did there's there were two one of them uh had signed up for both i think um what was it team rocket and uh yeah one of the two teams and we we called him out rightfully so that you gotta pick your team you gotta pick your team yeah but no it looks like with the striking delays they're you know they're not gonna they're not gonna budge they can't because the ai stuff um but studios are starting to realize that they're not going to have the actors for promotions. Right. So they're going to push the stuff back because it's like they're too nervous to release the movie like Craven in October and they don't have like all the actors to go do do the rounds. The late night talk shows, the Yeah, yeah, yeah. The radio, yeah. So did I hear it on this podcast mm-hmm. or somewhere else where Tom Cruise had signed initially? That was, was here. Bill that, broke, I that broke that news right. worldwide. Yeah. Yes, that was a when, when you said that, I was like, no way. And I looked it up. I was like, oh my God. Believe yeah. How Bill. smart can you be? No, incredible. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's, which, which tells you more. He's, he's either a vampire or a time traveler, <laughs> dude. Tom Cruise, he's it's something. A, no, it's remarkable. He's very forward-thinking in that that regard. Maybe the Scientologists run to something here. I don't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Was there any other big news? Um, Not so much with the news. <laughs> well, Marvel released a couple previews recently. Of some at Comic-Con, changes. actually. Oh, yeah, Comic-Con. Oh. Great, great point. Punisher is going to have a new identity, a new fellow uh, stepping into yeah. the role. A yep. S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. And Well, an ex-S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, I believe. Okay. I'm not sure. He's, he's current or ex. I believe he's an ex-S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. 
And he has some horrible tragedy happen to his family, I believe, and uses his connections or previous connections to become the new Punisher. They haven't really released much info other than that. They, uh, his costume looks kind of techy, a little bit high tech. And it looks like he is going to go back to using the Punisher symbol. Yep, yep. Um, now, this, the rumors is that character has he appeared anywhere else, or will Punisher one be his first appearance? So I think that's going to be his, ooh in comic books. I'm not sure. Me okay, either. I didn't well, recognize the name. I didn't recognize the name. I didn't but, either. Uh, you may need to look that up, shall we? And just see. <laughs> Not in my. With all these allergies, you're still going to make me look it up. So this is, we're talking comic books, right? We are. Yes. yes. Okay. I was about to say because uh, John Bernthal, mm-hmm. you, I, there are roles that are made for certain people, mm. and I highly, highly, highly right. believe that. Yeah, he's Frank Castle, hundred ten percent. No, you're not. Oh, yeah, the, for you're, sure. You're not the only one. I mean, the people right. that come in here, they they, they love that casting. Mm-hmm. I got I got to meet him a long uh, a while ago at mm-hmm. uh, Walker StalkerCon and then nice. like the Walking Dead convention. Like, he's so cool. Yeah. He's like, "What's up, brother? How you doing, man?" Uh, oh, I was that's like, good. <laughs> "I was like, I'm 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 good. How are you, man?" He's like, hey, "Let me sign that figure, man. Stay cool. Stay cool." <laughs> man. Signed my uh, series two Shane and yeah. literally wrote, "Stay cool, brother." And I was like, "Oh my god!" It was like. The coolest guy ever. Yeah, your Punisher sounds a little bit like Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> say. Yeah, hey, actually, my voice, I'm actually doing the best McConaughey in my life. Look at yes. that. All so right, all right, all right, all <laughs> right. The new guy's name is Joe Garrison. Joe okay. Garrison. But there have been like, so many named Garrison and J.S. Garrison in the Marvel Universe, but no Joe Garrison. Okay. So this could be his first appearance. It might be a first appearance. Hmm. Yeah. The other big news was actually spoiled on the cover of Venom number 23 that came out last mm, week. Solicitations. Yeah. The new symbiote. So yeah, they had done a, um, I guess they, I think they did call it a spoiler cover, which, so for a lot of retailers, they won't, they'll show us most of the covers that we can order beforehand, yeah. but every now and then they'll keep one that's black and they'll just say cover to be announced or spoiler cover. And you kind of have to order blind. It's like you're just guessing, like, okay, I think this cover's going to have a Howard the Duck on it. It's going to be very popular. You know? <laughs> is it so the retailers can't put anything out? Is that what it is? So it's it's basically <laughs> they don't want anything to get out that might spoil whatever the, the big reveal is on this right. cover. Okay. And so they're afraid that if they show it to the retailers beforehand, some retailer will post it online, which Screenshot I guarantee, which I guarantee yeah. you someone will. 100%. Yeah, 100%, yeah, yeah. just mm-hmm. for the clicks. And um, so they don't show you the cover, and so you have to base just kind of guess on guessing on what the storyline is, and if it's something that sounds like it's promising for a new character or for. So in this issue of Venom, uh, they did apparently. I guess it's gonna looks like it's a is it a Black Widow? Um, Black Widow, yeah. Yeah, Black Widow Venom uh, symbiote. Yep, and I think they said it's gonna start around twenty five or twenty six. Yeah, because she plan is wasn't be in the minute. Yeah, because she wasn't in the issue itself. She was just on that spoiler cover. If I'm okay. not mistaken, whatever causes this to happen mm-hmm. occurs in Venom 23, if I recall correctly, and then okay. 24, I believe, was the one that she is officially going to become Venom. Okay, uh, I could be wrong on that, but that's what I recall reading. Marvel loves smashing these characters up now. I got to tell you, I think it's a really cool idea. Yeah. I mean, with her being a spider-themed character, Black Widow, mm-hmm. we get a female yeah. uh, female symbiote character, and I'm not sure that it's actually the Venom symbiote. They're talking about something in the previews that. Might be a new symbiote she has, but it's going oh. by the name Venom. So okay. whatever happens in Venom Twenty Three is a big deal. Apparently. Okay. So uh, I just think it's a really cool idea. Uh, they said they're going to be keeping her in that role through Twenty Twenty Four as well, so it's not going to be just yeah. a couple oh, yeah. issues. Yeah. No, I <clears throat> I like it when they tell a little more complex stories. Mm-mm. And it looks like unfortunately inflation is going to start hitting comic books more. Mm-hmm. Uh, starting in October, Amazing Avengers, Immortal Thor. 
Scarlet Witch and Star Wars are all bumping from three ninety nine to four ninety nine. Well, way to bring the room down. Yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> room down. This I am not bringing. Spoiler alert: the room down as much as it's going to be brought down in recommendations. Oh yeah, that's, um, that's fair. You which is another it. good reason why you need to have a subscription at Comics Exchange <clears throat> because twenty percent. Oh yeah, yeah, twenty yeah, percent off uh, everything in the store. So um, it doesn't just affect your new comics, but also your back issues, your toys. Um, oh yeah, statues, action figures. Oh yeah, yeah. Tyler, Ty- knows. Tyler knows that one. Just, <laughs> but hey, you know when you're buying uh, four hundred dollar action figures like Tyler, every little bit helps, right? Tyler, the big spender over there. So uh, my GoFundMe is going to be posted in the uh, in the show notes. <laughs> we need to get those YouTube videos viral. He needs that YouTube money. Anyone Please. out there that can help us? Now, uh, Tyler, your second appearance. The first time you came on, you uh, brought a lot of your awesome toys. I did. Yes. It's a show and tell. Yes. This time you're on, as Mike said, as our correspondent for Comic-Con. Like, how did that happen? Like, uh, you ended up, uh, Bill hooked you up with the tickets and... So, what had really happened is I came in here one day, a bright, shiny Saturday morning. <laughs> yeah. Birds were chirping. Yeah. I was talking to Bill a little bit about, uh, I think I had mentioned Comic-Con at some point, And I was like, man, I've always wanted to go. He's like, well, you know, Tyler, I, I get, I get, like, free free uh retailer badges every year and we never use them because nobody wants to spend the money okay i was like dude i've i've wanted to go forever are you kidding me he goes oh yeah yeah we can get them so the whole story goes around they were supposed to be you know the the free badges and it ended up being like i we had to pay the regular price per badge but that was not obviously your fault that was them you sent me the email where they were like hey we're charging this year what he's saying is, so in the past, they would they would give us, it started off as two free retailer passes. Okay. And then, I guess some stores were getting where they were selling the retailer passes to people. Yeah. Oh. So in the past, I, I'd given some to other people before before Tyler, and they yeah. would go and they would send me stuff back. And then they did a thing, maybe five or six years ago, where they switched it to one free retailer pass and one pass that they'd sell you at half off. Mm. So you'd get one free pass, one pass for like $150, $200. Yeah. So, unfortunately, this year, when, when Tyler came to me and we, we were discussing it, when I signed up for the retailer passes, they sent me a thing saying, sure, we sell retailer passes. However, this year, they're, they're full price. They're full freight. Which so, was perfectly fine. I mean, I was totally okay with it. It was the fact that, like, you know, Comic-Con, in Big, Bar- Big Bang Theory does it best, where they're like, mm-hmm. okay, we got to get them, get them, and they <laughs> yeah. got them, right? But generally, when you're doing that and you have 10 people trying to buy those passes mm-hmm. for you, you're not going to get them. That's, right. that's why Comic-Con is like the biggest thing everybody wants to go and right. it's impossible to get badges so the fact that we got them so that is the benefit right is that yeah. we're guaranteed the badges guaranteed so, the badges okay and, so yeah. that's that's 80 percent of the battle I yeah mean, you have a bunch of people that are willing to spend the money it's just getting the actually getting the badge I'd for say people at home how generous. much do the badges usually run so they were for the for the five days they mm-hmm. were 340 each okay so it's a lot obviously if you know if you're traveling too you're going from like from here to right. california and you know, you got all the expenses, but if, and we had talked about this months in advance, mm-hmm. f- like a while. So, you know, I knew to save up. Mm-hmm. So we did actually have that extra money to put in the badges. So yeah. it wasn't a big deal. And I was like, you know, I didn't care to pay for them. And my wife, Heather, she was like, I, we can still get them. Well, yeah. Let's go. You know? So, and plus by that time we'd already had, we'd had help, uh, the hotel or the B and B book, the flights were paid for. So we're like, we're not backing out. And like I said previously, I think there have been issues with people selling some of the retailer badges to people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They wanted to make sure that the people who went were actually employees of the store. <laughs> so, so I did a thing where 
I, I temporarily hired Tyler and uh, and his and his wife Heather to work at the store so they could get the badges. So I had, nice. Okay. I, had to, I had to I listed them as employees. That lawyer degree is coming in handy right now. <laughs> oh yeah. And not only that, but. I thought it'd be funny to uh, to list uh, Heather as the manager and, and Tyler as, as the employee. So I told him beforehand, I said, listen, I said, don't get caught letting them know that you're not employees of the store. So I listed her as the manager, so you're going to have to act like you're, you work for her the entire time you're there. <laughs> or else, uh, or else they, they may take your badge, Tyler. And he's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, they may, they may take your badge if you don't. <laughs> And because like, at Comic Con, you need your stinking badges. <laughs> you do, dude. Um, you know, it's funny. I told her that, and I was like, "So if they start asking questions, she's like, I'm throwing you under the bus. I don't nice. know nothing about any of it. <laughs> ask me who Spider Man is. Oh yeah, that's huh. Tom Holland right now, right? But ask me about Comics Exchange. I don't know who sells comics. I don't know toys. Maybe it's like, I'm like, dude, you suck. I think this is one of the cool things about Comic Con too, because like E3 is always like industry only. But Comic Con, you can just be a regular person and go. Right. Yeah, yeah. If, yeah. if you can get the badges, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As far as the stay goes, we booked a B and B, and it was a lady's house where they hit, they were staying in the downstairs, mm-hmm. and the upstairs was being renovated. Like as we were there, it was being renovated. Oh, weird. Which was okay. Yeah. It wasn't bad. Um, they had like a room with a uh, door that goes outside, and that was our room. Okay. Room room one on the outside, okay. and there was across the hall there was another room that was room two, and they had a door to go outside. So they had two people booked at the same time. We shared a bathroom. Yep. And I, you know, I thought I was like, man, this sucks, whatever. But I've wanted to go to Comic Con forever. I mean, right. it's been around since the late '80s, right? So, yeah. I'm like, I've since since I've heard about it, nine yeah. or twelve, whatever. I've always wanted to go. So I'm like, I'll share a bathroom. I don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to go. I go to public restrooms. So it doesn't matter. Right. And it actually ended up being awesome. And I think it was. And we went five days before the show actually started. So for ten days, we wow. paid maybe like four fifty something. Really, and the, these people are paying to stay at the Marriott, for example, next to the uh, convention oh, yeah. center. Probably paying that or better for two nights easily. Yeah. Yeah. So there's there's no like B and B is the way to go if you're sketchy about staying with other people. There's plenty of options, and you can you can go anywhere outside of there and just find something that's fairly. How far priced. were you from the convention center? Fifteen minutes. Okay. Nice. So you just yeah. get so, back and forth. <laughs> That's uh, we. I guess we can talk about parking. Um, <clears throat> we did rent a car. Uber was going to be, I think, thirty dollars there and thirty dollars back. That's Ooh. sixty a day for five days, right? That you got the pre-show right. yeah. and the four shows. Yeah. We got a super duper sketchy parking garage that was a seventeen-minute walk from the convention center. So we drove fifteen minutes there, parked in the garage, and that ended up being uh, $80 for all five days. Okay. So it was a lot. Yeah. But if you think about it, you park downtown for a ball game, it's $20 for parking. Absolutely. So if you think about that, yeah, it was pretty decent, 80 bucks for the five days. I wasn't too upset about it. The walk there Mm -hmm. was... (laughs) What was it? Because I'm sure it's like 95 degrees, right? Oh my goodness. Look, when we got off the plane in Atlanta back here, I was like... (gasps) Really? The heat there was beautiful oh. i actually yeah, enjoyed it's, it because it's dry heat, right it was dry it wasn't suffocating it's like my voice right now my throat <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but is yeah. the city on the ocean it, oh did you get a little bit of that coolness we yeah yeah so, okay. you, so you get a little bit of breeze and yeah. i think when we were there it was like between 78 and 86 ish beautiful oh, which nice. was great wow. right yeah. so yeah. it's yeah. not the best to hop in the ocean but it for a 17 minute walk on yeah. fifth street down to the convention center right it was awesome nice 
So Did you have sidewalks the whole way? Yes, yeah, so we had sidewalks okay, the whole way. Yeah. So we we would get out. I don't think California has rules on like uh, the homeless population. Mm-hmm. So there's tents yeah. set up with a bunch of stuff thrown all over. And they, I gotta say, it's very different than here. Everyone was super respectful. You walk by here, it's like you got a dollar, need mm-hmm. something. You know, I'm hungry, mm-hmm. and not a single person bothered us. And you know, we we passed by probably 15 tents to get yeah. there. And you have to walk on the side of the road like right behind the tents and it's crazy because there's like audis and porsches and bugattis parked in front of the tents and i'm like man oh, this man. is a whole yeah. different world yeah it's like that that one car could buy a mediocre house for like four people yep. <clears throat> so yep. it's weird seeing the the two different sides of that spectrum but the walk there was awesome i highly recommend if you if you do have to park further away definitely park somewhere you can walk down I th- bill I we're doing uber fifth. when we go next year by the way don't <laughs> don't, don't listen to him talk about no no, no. the walk walking the walk was actually nice because no you, you should be quiet <laughs> we're not walking don't you hear how nice the walk is I, well, no. <laughs> there's bugattis ron bugattis <laughs> there there's so uh there's there's a street that you walk down which is like directly in front of the convention center mm-hmm. and it's it's uh I don't know, maybe two miles from where we were. So you're walking straight down that road and it's, you know, you got like places that are Comic-Con themed. You got uh, like Mario theme bars and stuff what? set up where it's like, so, you know, 20% discount for badge holders. So and, the local businesses really play it up. Oh yeah, yeah for man. sure. And it was, it was really nice to see because I was like, man, a 17 minute walk, but we saved money. Yep. We yeah. walked down one block, over two blocks, and then so many blocks down. But those those couple of blocks we walked at first, I was like, man, it's kind of it's kind of sad. Like it makes me feel bad. Like I'm, you know, we right, spent all this right. money to be here, and mm-hmm. we're walking down, and like I'm I'm privileged enough to be able to go take this trip and do something I've always wanted to do. And then I'm walking past people with intense. Yeah. And then on the other side of that are Bugatti. So it's like me, the middle mm-hmm. class, the low class, and then the high class. And I'm like, holy, we're like all in the same but spot. It's, this is it's crazy. It's your character that you argue that you understand yes, and yes. you're thankful you're, where your position is. Yeah. No, I, I, I try to be as humble and transparent as possible. Uh, so it, 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 it sucked to see that. But the, the walk there... Right. Once we got to that that straightaway was just it was awesome. And then if you get there, the walk back mm-hmm. walk back was crazy because there's you know cosplays all down through there. There's mm-hmm. it's like you're inside Comic Con. There's so many people just. How good was the cosplay there? They, you know, Dragon Con is kind of like they consider it to be like the Oscars of cosplay. Like for, right. Yeah. But I imagine San Diego's got to be like the uh, Golden Globes or something, right? It's so like, fun fact. Yeah. I've always wanted to go to Dragon Con. I've never been. I've never been to Dragon Con or Toy Atlanta. Toy, you would love Atlanta. Dragon Con. I really want to go. Yeah. The first time I heard about that, I was working at Regal Cinema in the mall like years ago. I'm definitely going to make a trip there at some point. But um, as far as the cosplays, I'll say preview night. Mm-hmm. I think it was like 35 or $45 a ticket. Right. And this could go for you guys too. Like if you're going next year, pre, pre- Don't look at me, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Give him the sweet eyes. Preview night. It was worth mm-hmm. going because it was less crowded. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's it was set up to be like this party, like, yeah, we're going to Comic Con, it's gonna happen. It was the showroom floor. That's it. Literally the showroom well, floor. Well a lot of people okay. that's what it is because people know they do the preview night sometimes where they have their exclusive <clears throat> figures and stuff like that, right? That's kind of the Right. Yeah. But as far as I knew, I didn't really know of any 
exclusive figures for preview night or anything, but it was still fun to go where there wasn't so many people. So Wednesday and Thursday, there wasn't a lot of cosplay. Okay. And, you know, I I do the videos and stuff, and I I really like the cosplay compilation. Yes. I was really excited because I was like, we're at Comic-Con. It's going to be crazy. I'm, I whipped that video camera out. I was ready to go. Yeah. And I'm seeing, like, cosplays are, are subjective. But some things that I wouldn't really want to videotape and, like, make a compilation. Because it's like, you know, the the uh, Halloween store set up. Yeah. And the Walmart yeah. mask. And, you know, I, I was, I was kind of disappointed at first. But I was like, it's got to get better, right? At some point, there's got to be, like, some... Some massive, like, burly, awesome balls to the wall kind yes. of cosplays where these people are spending months and months, like, they working on it for a year. Right. So, Friday hits, and there was and a Friday lot. Friday's the first actual day, right? Um, well, Thursday is. Yeah. Thursday's so preview night. Wednesday, Wednesday's preview oh, night. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So, it's five days total. Wednesday's preview night, and then you have uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday is the actual show. So, Friday hit, and it started to get a little better. Mm-hmm. There was some cooler stuff. But Saturday and Sunday, dude, it was pretty intense. But if you're going to Comic-Con mm-hmm. and you're there wanting to see cosplay, yes. it's not just going to be the showroom floor. It's on that 5th fifth, fifth Street. Yep. It's all up and down through there all day. It's outside of the convention center on the big walkway they have where yeah. people, uh, like I guess the security drives through, and it's in the convention and then it's out to the the left and the right where the trees are. There was like Zelda and Link out there taking oh, pictures, like perfect. Oh, that's fun. And I I did a video and they're like, oh here here get my get my Instagram so you can tag us. Oh yeah. Oh, cool. I yeah. look it up. Thirty three thousand followers. I was like, yeah, how about you take one of my cards <laughs> and scan that QR code? You right. don't need help. Yeah. So it was it was really cool seeing that. And there was like so many different like I don't know how to say, mm. when I go to fanboy right you mm. see a handful of good ones. Right. But there's n- not much that's like. Oh my gosh! Right, yeah. <clears throat> but there was a a, a Thanos that st- it, from the tip of his crown to Eight the foot tip tall. of his toes had to be. Yeah. Whoa. And there was a, a Kingpin from yeah, the Spider Verse. From the <clears throat> Spider Verse looked amazing. Right, it was yep. absolutely massive. Yep. Um, there was a Rhino. I don't know if you guys saw the Rhino, but yep. that one he yep, had yep, like yep. lit up eyes and just yeah, awesome. he he stood uh, taller than the Thanos. And that to me, I'm I'm looking up. I'm like, dude, how? Yeah, I mean, still all day. There was some amazing cosplays, but it, it kind of lasted, you know, the last couple of days because mm. I'm assuming everybody was like, what? Let's wait until there's a huge crowd. Yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. Right. And that's how yeah. you're getting thirty three thousand subscribers. That's exactly. Right. How, yeah. Yep. So. Uh, and did they do Comic Con? Mm. Can you buy tickets for days? You can. So you don't have to go all five days. I didn't know that. See, mm-hmm. when you had said something about that, I was right. like. Wait, so we we didn't have to do the whole like on the computer to figure that out all these years. We could have just made a trip and been like, you know, I'll need a Saturday pass. Mm-hmm. I assume it's probably more expensive. It it's is. not going to be your fifty-five. Right, and the and, and the Saturday day passes are usually the first ones that will sell out. Uh, okay, <laughs> so usually what you're left with is like passes for for Sunday or Thursday, like day passes, and I, I think they also have like two day passes. Also, you can get like Saturday, Sunday, or Friday, Saturday. So it probably makes sense for the cosplayers. If you have like a job during the week, you're doing the two. You're doing Saturday and Sunday. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. if you're local, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was always the weirdest thing going to Dragon Con because we'd get there for the hotel check-in, mm-hmm. and you would just see like rows and rows of people with all these props that they've built, getting ready for it. Oh yeah. But I, I agree with you. It's like when you go to Fanboy, Fanboy's great. It is. But when you've gone to something like Dragon Con and see the cosplay level there, yeah, 
Yeah, it's yeah. just unreal. And it's just there's there's just more of it. Like there's some fantastic cosplay in Knoxville. Oh yeah, but there's sure. just the the quantity of it in San Diego or Atlanta. It's, it's very different when you have ten thousand people versus thirty three thousand people. Yeah, absolutely. You know, out of the ten, there's probably going to be about four hundred people that mm-hmm. cosplay. There's going to be about fifty of them that are really really good. Right. You're gonna have like you know Double five that six eight hundred people at Comic Con that are just like Killer. working all year to mm-hmm. to make it insane. So when it's at its busiest, how is uh, locomotion moving around the con? Is it just like packed and you're, you're like claustrophobic? Is everything organized well with lines? How, how was that? Oh, Mike. <laughs> you struck in a nerve, my friend. <laughs> oh, no. So I literally had to write notes here so I didn't forget anything. Cause oh, wow. I, like I said, I wanted to be transparent on everything. <clears throat> so at the beginning of the days, so you're, you know, you're going into the building or you're not going into the building, depending on what time you get there. So right. let's say you get there later. You're going to wait outside. We walk out there. What time would you generally get there? Early? When I was trying to get the exclusives, I was like, we need to be there by 7 o'clock. And the showroom, the show was supposed to open at 9.30. Wow. Wow. Um, Jumping to a part that I talk about a little more, they were Mm. letting people in at 9, which made it impossible to get anything you wanted. Lines Uh, were capped. Things were sold out within the first 15, 30 minutes. I was talking to people. They're like, you're just not as committed as we are. We've been here since 4 a.m. I'm like, yeah, no, I have a life and and, an immune system that I need to maintain. (laughs) I'm getting sleep. So getting there, Mm. waiting outside. Mm -hmm. Like I said, the show's been there since like the late 80s. You would think that they had some kind of organization, some system set up. You walk up, not volunteers, staff, Mm -hmm. staff shirt, security, you walk up to them, hey, where are we supposed to line up? I know we're here, you know, a couple hours early. Mm-hmm. Where are we going to go? And they're like, oh, I think you go down to see. Uh, hey, hey, John, John, where are they, where are they supposed to line up oh, at? He's like, oh, um, huh. yeah, you're going to want to, you're going to go to G, G, I think. Uh, oh. I already don't feel good about this. No. <laughs> and it goes, it goes from like A to G yeah. is how insanely massive this convention center is. So when you're walking over to C, which, by the way, this year at least, is where you got your badges and lanyards. Mm-hmm. So Wednesday, that's where we were supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it's not where we were supposed to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're all the way over at C, and they're like, Mm-mm, honey, you got to go in down at G. And I'm like, are you kidding me? So we're walking all the way to G, and we're asking the guy down there, hey, this is where we line up, right? Just making sure. He's like, um, you know, I... Well, I mean, there's people over there. And I'm like, dude, I swear, if not a single one of you getting paid to be here wow. doesn't tell me where to go, I'm going to lose my mind. And this yeah. was the start of the day. This was like Thursday and Friday. Mm, not so, a good start. <clears throat> so we get in there, and eventually the line, you're waiting in the California heat, which, again, it's dry heat. It feels a little better, okay. but it's not the best. We're mm-hmm. sweating bullets out yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they finally get you in, and then you go through the escalators, upstairs, and around. Fun fact, to get you from the outside to the inside, they Mm -hmm. had about four escalators open. When you're upstairs lined up to go to the showroom floor, they have you in some sort of single file lines, like four or five lines. And there, by the time we got to walk in, there was probably five to 8,000 people lined up inside the convention center. Oh my gosh. Two escalators. They're funneling you down two escalators. And as we're like good getting towards it you can just see the crowd like start you know kind getting jostling about jostling getting out of line is it all on one floor the showroom floor was so we were okay. upstairs <clears throat> lined up and we had to go down the escalators but those those are the kind of times yeah. where i'm like i don't understand 
stand. Right. Like there should be there should fighters. be something. And yeah. I know they don't want people running and pushing and shoving. So what you need to do is open up more, at least four, I would say, mm-hmm. because you got us up there with four escalators, at least four escalators so that people aren't shoving into me and my wife. My wife is what pissed me off the most because people are like pushing. I'm like, hey, bro, right, like, right, right. Yeah. that's, you know, mm-hmm. that's not cool. When we're, when we're trying to get downstairs, the two escalators, you finally get downstairs. And once you get down there, you realize like so many of the lines are capped. The Pop Funko area yeah. or Funko in general is just a sea of people, right? It's, I could literally throw a small pebble and hit whoever, whenever. Like, mm-hmm. you, there's no room in there to walk. Right. So if you're going for the Pop Funkos, good luck. Get there at 4 a.m., <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Well, you got to be uh, dedicated. <clears throat> Like yeah, hat, you, know? <laughs> you, you do. You really do. <laughs> but, you know, Entertainment Earth was one of those that I really wanted to go to for the ex- exclusive spawn, which I actually, fun fact, found out about, I think, Friday. And so mm-hmm. we get in there early. We're waiting. They're letting people in at 930. And we're like, OK, cool. We're getting down there. And uh, we get there and we're waiting in line for maybe maybe two minutes. And the guy with EE is walking around. And he's like, um, sign spawn is sold out for the day. And I'm like, what do you mean? The science bond is wow. sold out. There's like 10 people, 15 people ahead of us. He's like, well, it sells out within the first 13 minutes. I was like, <clears throat> huh. yeah, well, it is uh, 945. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, he's like, well, people start lining up at nine o'clock. I was like, where? Where do they line up? Yeah. He's like, I don't know, man. But when they tell us over the intercom, Comic-Con showroom floor is now open. He's like, we sell stuff. So I understand my earth. Like what they'll do is like they'll allocate this many of the toy for this day. And then for Sun Saturday, and then for Sunday. Exactly. Yes. So okay. the sign spawned for McFarland. They had uh, five hundred. Mm-hmm. That's five days. So they're selling hundred a day, right? Yeah. Wednesday through Sunday. Yeah, hundred a day. So they sold out fairly quick each day. He said within the first thirty minutes. But I was I was a little upset because the day before I had learned about it, I was like, okay, we got to get in there early. Got in there, sold out. I was kind of irritated and i'm not the person who's like man i want my toys but i was like i was like dude explain i really want to get this because i don't want to pay 250 dollars for it later i want to pay the 87 dollars it is here sure so i can get it home and have it in my collection because it's really cool yeah and he's like man i you know he goes oh he points to my arm and he goes we have the same tattoo which is an imperial symbol mm-hmm. and he's like really i got you what? Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, hell yeah. I was trying to get worried that all these stories were going to be sad. <laughs> no. Oh, no, dude. I, so it actually ended up being d- double good. So he gave me his card and he said, come back a little bit later. I won't be here tomorrow. I'm going to introduce you to another guy that will be. Nice. Uh, I didn't know where that was going. I was like, okay, maybe he'll just hold one for me and I'll, I'll come up and get it. And I was like, well, what if somebody else sells it? I couldn't rely on that. So the Mythic Legions Cabal on Facebook, a guy that um, I had talked to on there, um, I talked to him on there and he said, I'm setting up with a vendor. I'm on the showroom floor before anybody else. So I might be able to help you out. He helps me out. He ended up grabbing one nice. the next day. Awesome. So I gave him, you know, I PayPal'd him, gave him the cash, whatever. And uh, I got that one. And I was like, I'm just curious because I can't rely on the guy that's like, hey, this other guy, I'll do it for you. So I was like, I want to make sure I get it. So I went to that guy and I was like, hey, man, do you do you still have that spawn? He goes, oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me go grab it. Yeah. And I was thinking, I, I was waiting for him to be like, yeah, give me 150 bucks. It's yours. Mm. I'm like, I'm not gonna do that so yeah, yeah, yeah. he said uh, he said yeah it's 87 i was like here's 90 i ended Keep up getting yeah, yeah i ended yeah. up getting two of them by like just 
pure luck and kindness of other people. Well, and being part of the Empire, too. Yeah, being part, and of, being part of the Empire. Throw in a temper tantrum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of the yeah. Be be kind to people and have a good attitude. And I I will say I was a little more irritated than I usually am, especially Mm. about stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm probably never gonna have a chance. I want to travel the world. I don't want to go to Comic Con every year. Right. I would love to, but I just don't have the funds for that. So you know, instead of going to Comic Con, I want to go to Greece. Yeah. And this will be the one time that I have the chance to actually get this figure because I'm I'm just not gonna pay the reseller prices. Okay, and you're, not, and you're not going to Comic Con next year because Bill and, <laughs> Bill and Ryan. Yep. Only if you cosplay as uh, Snorlax or Pikachu. <laughs> I'll, I'll be Blastoise. I'll Pikachu. Do, I'll literally. be Venusaur. Pikachu, uh, MFR. I literally almost just spit my water out. You and I'll cosplay. Yeah. We'll do it up big, Ryan. Yeah. We're not going to cosplay. We're going to cosplay and we're going to walk, dude. We're old men and we're cosplaying. Yeah. I'm telling you guys, you guys got to do this stuff on the outside. So go, going into like the whole, you know, getting stuff and, and getting into the convention, mm-hmm. they do have, which I saw this was super cool. Yeah. There was a, a couple of unmarked cars out back in an alleyway we had passed on the way there. Mm. Two military dudes that had uh, the folding sniper rifles what? stick like 308 rifles sticking out Cosplayers of their backpacks. Cosplayers are real. No, real. <laughs> oh. No, they were real. You, you, I thought, so, yeah, I thought it was going for cosplayers too. Wow. No, they were legit, okay. legit. Right. So they had those, and I'm like, ooh, security's on point. You go, <laughs> you've got these uh, two RVs that are like uh, SD, PD, and mm. you got like the SWAT team armored truck. What did they ooh, think yeah. was going to happen? Well, I guess Comic-Con. it makes sense because like, yeah, you never after know. 9-11, like, you know, these, this would be a good terrorist strike. Yeah, that many people yeah, there? That, there's yeah. a lot of people there. It's true, yeah. So that's what I was thinking. And I was like, man, they've got to be super secure. So we're walking in, and I'm like, i got to be prepared. I had my, my actual, uh, like, my military backpack the first day. Okay. So I was like, I need to kind of be prepared to take this off. I'm not going to tighten it up too mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. We get in there, no bag check. No oh, metal what? detectors. No what? nothing. No metal detectors? You are kidding me. Swear. I have never been to a show. Whoa. And I've, I've been to the small shows. The smaller shows, it's like, you know, 300 people. They don't really have that. It's in no, an elementary school gymnasium. Right. They're not looking at anybody. <clears throat> but at Comic-Con in San Diego at the convention yeah, center. That's crazy. With like but, a quarter of a million people. So maybe figure. don't worry about getting badges. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe you don't need those stinking badges. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, they had police officers with canine units walking around the whole time. Okay. Which my wife was like, well, they, I mean, they, they're like trained to sniff out a bomb. And True. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I don't care if a guy's smoking pot in the bathroom, but the guy with the bomb could be way the hell ahead of everybody and in the middle of the convention center. Yeah, before it's already a, inside? Yeah. 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 <laughs> we, so most of the days we were there, we didn't pass a canine unit or even close to one mm-hmm. at huh. all okay so there was like two or three times we had passed one or one had walked past us i'm like i, I could have just been strapped up this whole time maybe mm. we should just cosplay as canine officers make <laughs> us a couple dogs ron the crowds mm. were insane and i i told the guys before we started my wife got a little irritated with people bumping the bags off her arm she's like i have exclusives in here which she never <laughs> Never cares about the. She toys. never thought growing up that she would ever utter that sentence. <laughs> yeah. No, she's like checking her pulse. What is wrong with me? <laughs> but so the crowds were insane. People are extremely rude. And you know, it's okay. it's just common sense when someone's coming across with a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. You kind of stop the line and yeah. let them go. Yeah. Right. You would not believe how many people were like, oh, oh, "Who could get to the Funkos?" I'm like, "Dude, you go away. Oh. I hope you trip. I hope right. you bust your face right. on that guy's sneakers." <laughs> That's really. one of the good things about Dragon Con. Very 
for people that are handicapped to whatever habitat, <clears throat> yeah, they're really good at like letting them go in front, right? Letting them be on the hotel, like getting like. Which, uh, oh, I'm sensing a new cosplay here. This I'm, could be your, your cosplay. <laughs> I'm definitely cosplaying. I'm definitely cosplaying Charles Xavier next time. <laughs> No, I was thinking I'm the one in the wheelchair that you're pushing around, so I don't have to walk anywhere. Just, but, uh, oh, but no, it's it's it, and part of it I think is is just the mentality of like I gotta get it. Like it's just, like you said, they 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 want to get on the sales floor, they want to get the exclusive. A lot of people, that's how they fund their trip by partly by they'll 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 go to San Diego and they'll get the exclusives and they'll take them up to the hotel room. They'll snap a photo and 20 minutes later it's on eBay. Look mm-hmm. on eBay right now at the NECA stuff for mm-hmm. the four packs of the turtles and uh, Kano from Ooh. Turtles Two. Yeah. There's literally pictures of the display at the NECA booth. Yep. Two twenty, one fifty. I'm like, are you kidding? Yeah. Are you kidding me, dude? You're not even courteous enough to like buy it, take it to the B and B hotel, whatever, and take a picture of it. They're taking it right on the floor. Because for them it's like for you it was a fun trip. For them it's like it's a business trip. It's a business trip. And I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. I'm like I've said a hundred times, complete transparency. If I lived in San Diego, mm-hmm. There's no doubt in my mind that I would wake up at 4 a.m. because I would live there, right? And I would go wait in the line. I would get a good handful of Funkos because those things, literally, you're paying $30 mm-hmm. for one, 15, whatever. Yep. There was one that just sold that I think was limited to like two or 300. Okay. It just sold for like $700 Ooh. from SDC. Right now, oh, Sid's right. listening to this episode screaming what, <laughs> what the Funko is. <laughs> um, so. That's just the name of the game. If you're there, yeah. that mm-hmm. is one of the... Um, you take advantage of the... You know, these resale prices you're talking about, <clears throat> I keep waiting for the Funko thing to bust. I, you know, I'm not negative or anything, but right. it's gone for a long time, and I keep waiting for the bottom to fall out. It's just not at happening. At some point, it's it has not to gonna stop. be the Beanie Babies. No. <clears throat> it's gone past Beanie Babies at this point, right? Well past. Well past. 100%. Yeah. But is it like one of those things, like, with you, Bill, do you still... So you're very cautious with how many Funko Pops you'll order, right? So I don't want to become a Funko Pop store. Mm-hmm. And no offense to Funko Pop stores, but that's not my, my, my bag, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, so this is not I, my bag, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I, I focus more on, on comics, action figures, statues, stuff like that. <clears throat> However, I, I do get people that come in looking for Funko. So I, I just try and focus on, and just focusing on just the superheroes and like the, I do some of the musicians and some of the movie ones. And just limiting myself just to those. I see I, a White Castle slider up there, Bill. You are a liar. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. In, in White Castle. Did uh, you ever get your dollies? Uh, no, I don't think I've ever gotten dollies. Which is weird because yeah. you ordered like a lot of those. I ordered a bunch. Yeah. yeah. That's the issue is that you could, you could literally <laughs> fill up this entire store with Funkos. And so I just try to limit myself to the ones that kind of le- lean into comics a little bit. And I'm, I'm glad you don't do that because it's so repetitive. Like, you know, I go to shows yeah. all the time and other stores and stuff when we travel. And it, it, I hate, I hate walking in and seeing nothing but Funkos. If I wanted to, I'd go to Barnes & Noble. I'd go to Walmart, Target, any other shop ever. So, You yeah. walk in here, you have the little wall. Mm-hmm. It's a nice little, you know, setup. Yeah. There's a handful of things that I would get in there. I just don't collect Funkos anymore. But it's nice to see the little section and not, you know, the whole wall covered in Pop Funkos. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you can still do well because mm-hmm. the tall man... Does a lot of Funkos. So, yeah, you absolutely can. And um, it's just a, a situation where what are you going to dedicate your retail space to? Mm-hmm. And for me, I have so many comic books and toys <laughs> that uh, I don't really have as much space for Funkos as other stores. Yeah. But no, that, don't get me wrong. I still have probably a few hundred Funkos here in the store, maybe more. Yeah. But um, but I, How yeah, many of those do Sid buy just himself? 
No, Sid's, uh, but now Sid has access. Sid's, he's like a Funko master. So. Oh, he is. Him and Lauren have a really awesome Funko group. If I was, yeah, Sid would have a black belt in Funko if you're giving yep. out like a black belt. Because <laughs> uh, Tyler's not the first one to tell me that about San Diego. Because I've sent people out there before, and uh, one of the requests I would make would be like, hey, bring me back the Freddy Funko exclusive. And they would call me on preview night, Wednesday night, and they're like, listen, I, I can't get within 50 yards of the booth. There's just a sea of people between me and the booth. <clears throat> And everybody's like holding up money. I think my, my one friend said that he called it like the running of the nerds when they open up the door. <laughs> yeah. so they all take off to whatever exclusive booth that they want to run to. Yep. And uh, I guess that's if you're let in with everybody else, isn't it? No. <laughs> <laughs> now, was Funko the ones that did the blockbuster video? They did, yeah. They had like an actual blockbuster video set up there. Yeah. Oh, wow. it, was, it was really cool because they had... Um, in their little town that they had, they had, you know, they have the Funko pens, they have the Loungefly bags, they mm-hmm. have the actual Pop Funkos. The soda so, cans. Soda can pops, all that yeah. stuff. So they didn't throw it all in one area, mm-hmm. which kind of made it nice because you have one line here, here, and here. Yeah, so it wasn't all congested. Exactly. So they had these really cool little building setups, and it's like you walk in, you know, you're waiting in the line, you go around the Loungefly stuff, and it's like a little like a little building. Mm. It's all Loungefly, you walk yeah. in there, you're looking at the purses... You can walk out and go get the Pop Funko line if it's not capped, which it was constantly. So that's why I was no like, cap. Yeah. Oh, it was it was total cap. Yeah, yeah total cap. It was total cap. No for cap. F R F R. For real, for real. I R L. So the I guess the blockbuster <laughs> thing they're doing new Funkos, which have like the old Disney VHS, like the case. Yep, they're which doing those really now. Cool, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Did you bring us some stuff to look at? I did. Yes. Oh, some um, stuff from San Diego. I did. Yeah. Can I tell you guys one more thing real quick? Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's some more stuff on here, but this is no, one no. that I wanted to make sure I get in there. Hit any of the ones you think are important. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah. There was a badge issue. Yeah. So I think it was the last day or second to last. It was either Saturday. I think it was Saturday. Really? We were in there, and to get in and out, you know, you have the encrypted badge. You have to boop, boop, scan it at the the little scanner things. We were outside in the back next to the... Um, the snipers. The, the snipers. <laughs> I don't know where those guys were. Yeah. <laughs> at the docks where they had yeah. the, the boats and everything. We walked in, and my wife's badge wouldn't scan. It was like... Beep, beep, oh, beep, no. beep, and the, the lady was like... Uh, let me see your ID. Mm-hmm. Give me. They did more about the badge check than they did the bags right. check. So she looked at the ID. She's like, "Okay, everything matches up. You're gonna have to go to the badge uh, area and get this fixed." Oh. So she was like, "Okay, well, I guess we'll go up there at some point." She's like, "Make, she's like, make sure you get it done today, because if you try and leave with it." And it does the same thing. They're going to take your badge from you. I said three hundred and forty dollars tells you you won't <laughs> for sure. Right, right, right. If it's not for me, it's from her because yeah. she yeah, paid yeah, yeah. for hers. And she's already been bumped four times. Yeah, so she's oh, she she's riled. I have. I don't think I've ever seen her that I will upset. Take this exclusive. Turn it sideways. And- <laughs> oh yeah. We had to get the badge fixed. Mm. And we went up to the the badge area, and the lady that was standing there behind the, the, you know, fix your badge here, she walked up there and she was like, oh, you have a professional badge, which is anything other than attendee, which, you know, we had the retail, so we had to go to this guy down here. And this guy's like, I think you go uh, to her, which was the same girl we just talked to, again, with the get your stuff together. Right. And we're like, no, because she just told us to come to you because we have professional badges. And he was like, oh, professional badges. Yeah, you got to go around here, around there, around there. Wait, did the DMV take over (laughs) (laughs) Comic-Con? It sounds like it, doesn't it? They did. They just know know a lot less than the DMV. So we go around, 
And as soon as we walk into the badge area, this guy stops us. He's like, hey, how can I help you folks? We were talking about the badge issue. And he's like, oh, I think you need to go. And he's trying to point us back to where we just came. I was like, no. I said, dude, I'm right. no. Right. We're, we're only here for a limited amount of time. We spent a lot of money on these tickets. Right. And I'm, I'm usually not this frustrated. I'm not. I'm, no, I'm, I mean, this I'm is, a very easygoing person. Yeah, this is, yeah, this is an unusual. This is like stone cold An unusual side of Tyler, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was just very frustrating because this is like the only time we're going to be able to do this. Yes. And I don't want to waste time on crap like Because you're not going next year because, again. He's going to keep doing it. So, so I told him, I was like, no, dude, we, we need to go get these fixed. Another guy walks up. He's like, what's the issue? And he told him, he was like, oh, no, yeah, you can go right over here. I was like, thank you to whoever knows something about something. Yeah. So we walk over there, and he's like, yeah, you just want to wait in that line. And uh, he said, there's, actually, there's no line, so you can just walk up. So we walk through the little you know banner things they have set up, and there's two guys sitting at the end of that line. And he goes... Hey, how can I help you folks? I was like, I swear to God. Oh. <laughs> you, send me, you send me somewhere else. And my wife's like, my badge isn't scanning. They told us to come up here and get it fixed. He goes, okay, can I see your badge? Takes his little phone. And he goes, beep. Yep, it's uh, it's messed up. So I was like, no, no kidding. <laughs> That's why we walked all the way up here and went Start through all this. Start sliding up to show, to show you your tattoo. Yeah, I'm like, dude, <laughs> you don't want Darth Vader's going to get you. Imperial so, baby. Yeah. So, uh. He's like, yeah, just go over to that lady. She'll take care of you. We get up there. She takes care of it. Mm. Nice. The moral of the story is be very patient when you go to Comic-Con, not only with the, the people that work there, right. but the people that are walking around and everything. So that was the badge issue, along with just a lot of rude people that were there. And I think, again, it has to do with the population of the show. You go to it's, Fanboy, yeah. there's X amount of people. Dragon Con, X amount of people. This was the most amount of people. And I usually don't get, like, I have anxiety, okay. but I don't usually get it like that it shows because there's just so much to look at and there's so much to kind of keep my mind off of being... You don't focus on being <clears throat> surrounded by massive people. Being surrounded and feeling that like, ugh, you know, the heart sink feeling. Mm -hmm. So I got it there a little bit and it was frustrating because I've been doing really good with controlling that mm -hmm. in the past year and it was just frustrating to deal with that and then the next mm -hmm. person bumps you and then oh, that, yeah. that like anxiety turns to, you know, being mad because you've been bumped for the eighth time. Right. And... And it just, it just got to me a lot. Mm. And I, a lot of people have told me, if you're going, be patient. I'm like, I, yeah, I'm patient with people. No big deal. Whole nother level. Well, you know, one thing mm. I read was that someone had theorized that one of the reasons the floor <coughs> was so incredibly busy this year was because a lot of celebrities, a lot of uh, actors had canceled because of the strike, which dumped yeah. a lot more people out onto the floors. Exactly. Yeah, my friend, their panel got moved to Hall H, mm. which Hall H is always the big one the every huge year. huge hall, yeah. Um, but this year, since they weren't, you know, Marvel and them already pulled out like weeks before. Right. Um, they started sticking just regular panels. Because <laughs> usually, like, people would camp overnight right, to right. get into Hall H because they don't clean Hall H through each panel. Yeah. You just stay in there. Uh, but, yeah, my friend got to be in Hall H on a yeah. panel. Yeah. Nice. And I should have brought the book for you guys to look at, the programming book that shows you from Wednesday to Sunday. Oh. There was literally, like... 101 cosplay and uh woodworking and yep. and art and i'm like these are cool but where's like the walking dead cast where's the mm -hmm. avengers cast right. where's you know yeah. where's where's jim lee talking about the next thing you know i, I just right. I'm, I'm getting confused why this isn't going on and realizing that everybody's oh, so on strike forgot. oh okay <laughs> well i had learned about it i think a couple days before or on the flight there and mm -hmm. I was like are you kidding no oh, and I figured I was like okay not everybody's gonna do it no they all they there's all a band, the line there's a band well, yeah, you don't you don't cross stop. the line you don't cross the line <laughs> um, but when you, right before Comic Con 
there was a lot of confusion with people that were in Union Stars and everything mm -hmm. as to what they were able to do that wasn't going to go against what they SAG after yeah they wanted. weren't especially when it came to promoting their their product they weren't sure like can I go and talk about on the radio about my new movie can I go to San Diego and and pitch my you know my new project or um, so yeah, I think everybody eventually just decided just to go ahead and just cold turkey, right? Just to yeah, call like if, every, if everything. If you want to kind of get an eye, like what that looks like, uh, look at Dragon Con's Facebook page because uh -huh. the day they announced how the celebrities and stuff was going to work this year. Okay, like for Q and As, they can't be asked about upcoming projects. <laughs> they can be asked, "Hey, what's your favorite movie of all time?" All right. Interesting things like that. You just can't speak on stuff that would be seen as promotion right i just yeah. i'm I, I guess i mean the show was great it's not all bad i definitely had a good time it was a once in a lifetime experience but i still i'm a little bitter about all of that just for the simple fact that i kind of paid the same price as everybody else did yeah when chris hemsworth was walking the showroom floor to go look at stuff you know what i mean right. yeah and it kind of sucked because there was there's like no good panels is what i had seen and and that may also be subjective to like i don't want to what hear you're somebody, into what you're yeah, yeah what exactly you're if you had more time maybe you could have found some toy panels because i bet you there were some toy panels i think there was one by uh haslab hasbro they were talking about you know upcoming, upcoming releases mm -hmm. but again i'm just i'm not collecting anything hasbro right now so yeah. i kind of just wouldn't really have cared much anyways. Again, subjective. Well, on that note, um, you'd mentioned how popular, obviously, the Funko Pops were. Did you notice any other toy uh, areas that were very busy? What else, like, other than Funko Pops, that people seem to have a big interest in? Probably the most shocking to me was the NECA booth. Oh, oh yeah. they're really putting out a lot right now. But, but that, it was the opposite of what you would think. The NECA booth, like, they had the exclusive uh, four-pack turtles from TMNT 3. Mm-hmm. And they had the Kano exclusive nice. from TMNT 2. And I was like, man, that's going to be a while. And there was a line wrapped around because one of the turtle voices was doing a signing. Oh, and I was like, cool. okay, cool. Yeah, so we'll wait yeah. in this line. And I thought that was a line to get in. And I asked somebody, because you, you literally walk 10 feet, you're in a line, you don't know what it's for. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah that's, literally that's every, yeah. every square foot of the showroom floor is a line it's of a some line. sort. <clears throat> so... I was like, oh, this isn't the line to get... He's like, no, you can just walk right up. Walk straight up to the counter. What? They had stacks of the four packs, stacks of the pizza box with Kano. And yep. I was like, what? This is one of the things that I was like really wanting because they announced it like six months ago. I didn't even know it was SDC's exclusive. I just thought it was going to be a release. Right, yeah. right. So thankfully, right place, right time, I walked up and I... I grabbed the four pack and I was like, that's, that's it. That's all I got to do. I was like, give you 150 bucks and we're good. We're done. So do I need wow. to show you my tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, not the one on your arm, Shipley. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> Very good. So, oh, um, oh, Tamashi Nation. Tamashi Nation. Tamashi Nation. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, they do some of the Transformers stuff, I think. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that booth was pretty intense the whole time. Wow. Then huh. again, they had exclusive. Dragon Ball Z SH figure oh, art stuff. Oh, right, 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 So right, that was right, kind of right. one of those. My buddy wanted one, and I looked at the line each day, and I was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> so not even at so, Sunday, the lines were still... Oh, no, no. Every Because ev every single day, the people that got their stuff Wednesday mm -hmm. or Thursday yep. were either waiting back in that line yep. on Friday or Saturday, or the people that didn't get it Wednesday are back in the line Sunday because they've tried the other four Ooh. days and haven't had a okay. chance. Wow. 
But I oh, show you guys oh, what uh, we got here. Oh, this this show and tell time. Yeah, I had to ship everything back, which was really expensive because I had two of these oh, boxes. Right, right. This is one of the 500 exclusive signed McFarland figures Ooh. that came in with a dented corner from oh, UPS. Oh no! So, so you don't want it anymore, right? <laughs> yeah. We are giving this away. <laughs> oh, calm down, Shively. Let's see. So that's one of Fifth the two collar. that I got. <laughs> So it was really cool because this is one of them that had uh, it had a red signature on the card, oh, and see, it's the it. the sketch print. Yep. So the other one that I got has blue signature on the card. Ooh, I was like, oh, that's super cool. cool. Yeah. And I was already in the line, already got there early, mm -hmm. and he said, uh, "We're sold out." And I was like, "You still have the other one?" He said, "Yeah, those are selling all we have. I think there were like three thousand of them or something." Right. I was like, "Well, I'm gonna get one of those just to be sure." Cause if I, it's the exact same thing. Just Except, without the sig? Yeah, without signature. Yeah. So oh, he put a spider <clears throat> on the drawing on the back. Oh, that's cool. You think that's a secret message to you, Ryan? Yes, it's like, Ryan, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have the uh, the mainstream uh, release of the Spawn with the Throne. It was hard enough to find as it was. It's just an excellent piece, so this is a really, really cool version. I do I do really like it. That's definitely one of those that I was like, I, I, I don't want to leave without it. This is a, uh, a Michelangelo wow. from the TMNT 3-pack. Uh, wow. I didn't bring them all because I had already I had already opened them and got really excited. Mm. Uh, I did I did this whole unboxing. I didn't you do a video. You heard the disappointment but... in Mike's voice with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. My big score with the uh, turtles lately. I managed to find the Jim Lawson four pack at Target. I don't know how I stumbled across Is it. Is the it animated there. one? Uh, it's from the original Mirage comics. Really? Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Neca. Mm -hmm. So oh, that's cool. This is one. Th this one actually had me geeking out and uh, gonna watch. That's you know, the one that came in the uh, the pizza box. Which so, <laughs> I had bought the pizza box on Sunday because uh, Saturday at UPS I was told, oh no, honey, we we open tomorrow because it's Comic Con that's and awesome. people need to ship. Right. So I was like, yeah, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> got the got the exclusive Kano. Comes with a T-shirt, a keychain, a magnet, a little oh, employee wow. of the month. Wow. Oh, that's fun. His moped is, you know, the figure. And the pizza box, it literally says convention exclusive on the pizza box. And oh, I was like, wow. this is so cool. Yeah. I didn't have anything to put the pizza box in. And it looked like a legit pizza box, right? It did, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it was, it was pretty intense. Yeah. And so I took it to UPS. I was like, hey, can I just put a little bit of tape around the edge? And she was like, oh, yeah, no problem. We'll put tape on it. Got it in. I don't know if you guys saw the Facebook uh, post no. I did of the box. Mangled. I was avoiding Absolutely. your posts because I didn't want to get spoiled for us. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, no. It literally looks yeah. like some UPS driver that was not a TMNT fan looked at that like, <laughs> convention exclusive and just like, nerd. Cur like American History X curb stomped that thing and went crazy. This is crazy. what you get for me having to deal with 150 degrees temperature <laughs> to deliver you a pizza box. So... It really, it, it, it struck a nerve once I saw it on the front porch. I was like, mm, are you, because this is one of those that I was like, this, because the Danny, the Danny was a loot crate mm -hmm. uh, exclusive. And it's, it's the single figure is like $90 now. Oh, I lady. want it really bad, but I'm not going to pay 90 for $90. it. So this Kano, mm. it, for everything, it was, uh, it was a hundred. I'm like, that's, you know, I'm not all about resale. I, I want this because I want this. Yes. If I was about resale, I would have definitely bought more but than one. But for your $100, <laughs> you're getting the packaging, you're getting the, the, exactly. the sticker, the, the whole nine yards. One could argue, okay, smart one, don't mm -hmm. ship it in the pizza box, in the pizza box alone. Right. I didn't know that, you know, it was going to be completely destroyed. I was like dented corners, maybe a little pushed in on the top, whatever. Right. But luckily, the package for Kano came in. 
flawless. Nice. Check this out. So you've got the Kano figure, right? Roy's Roy's not pizza from Green Hornet on the not back. From there. Green Hornet, <laughs> he can go on his moped. It like it moves. It's got oh, a yeah. kickstand. The back opens up, what? and this fits in here, right? And Perfectly. This, this is like rubber. Dude, oh, he's got a Roy's Pizza box. In the case. Oh, oh wait, I think you mean Casey Jones. Is that no. what you mean? No, no, Ka- no I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was gonna say. That's no. awesome. So, so this was definitely one of those. I was like, oh my god, I gotta That's have nice. it. Oh, I'm glad you got that. <clears throat> so. I had it posed where he like had the the pizza, you know, the the like sticking out the a bit. warmer. Yeah, he was like pulling it out. Yeah, but but yeah, I think these of of all of them, the spawn is really cool. But the spawn's not one of those that I'm gonna go and set it up. Right. Unfortunately, they have the Entertainment Earth SDCC 2023 debut sticker on the plastic that's wrapped on the outside. Oh, so oh no, oh, yeah. So since so you have two, do you plan to open one and pose it? Or are you going to keep them? Not a don't be ludicrous, Ryan. <laughs> So the the unsigned one is the exact Can same I need 50 thing. Cents? <laughs> <laughs> Let me say yes. So uh, this guy? you know, I have to say, the last time you were here with Show and Tell, you brought some of the other movie figures that weren't weren't these Samurai uh, Turtles three movies figures and. You know, being a collector myself since really back in the 80s for figures, I can confidently say these NECA movie turtle figures, whatever series they're, they're in, they're some notch. of the finest figures I've ever seen. Oh, they're, yeah. They're yeah. really incredible. And these these guys literally had the mask, the scepter that they had. They had the uh, the one in good shape, the one broken, and then the other one that was, I don't know if it was actually even used in the movie. It might have been like a behind the scene thing, mm-hmm. but they come with the cloths that drape over them, like Ooh, the jacket things. Nice. They have the mask that pulled down. They had alternate heads. Yeah. Like all four alternate heads, the hel- the helmets they have come off. They have tons of extra hands. I'm like, dude, they for 150 bucks for those. And that was all four of them. All four yeah. of them. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's less than 40 dollars a figure. Yeah, and the, and the sculpt job on that's in, in, incredible. Neca does amazing. a really good job. They and do. They take such care with tones like what should be matte flat tones what should be shiny you know yeah. it, it really helps a lot oh yeah they definitely put dimension in it and mm-hmm. I, I I love that and they do like very they pull from obscure because I have no idea who this character is. But I know you all are excited. <laughs> this is the, you know, this is, this is Kano. He was Kano. with the, the Foot Clan for a little bit. He's delivering pizza to the to Turtles. And he had it, and he was okay, like... Does he not... Does the Foot Clan, Foot Clan not pay enough that you got to also be a pizza deliverer? <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he ended up being a good guy. Okay. But the but the, the moped, like, this this whole thing comes just off. Getting the, the, yeah, just getting the actual moped with the pizza box is awesome. <clears throat> yeah, this I, isn't just, like, a secondary, like, afterthought. They, this is, like, an awesome moped. The wheel turns with the whole yep. column. Yeah, the wheels. And are, you're like the, are the uh, wheels rubber? The pizza box here no, is plastic. so cool. Okay. It's got little details plastic. with the receipt on it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think this uh, is yeah. to date for the... Yeah. Turtle stuff, I think the Kano set is my favorite, which is That's crazy awesome. because the turtle set was so that. massive and had mm-hmm. so much mm-hmm. in there. But I think it was just, you know, I, I have the other four, the original release they did for the turtles in the two packs. Yeah, yeah. They're really cool, but like that, I don't know. There's just something about that one. That's cool. So mm-hmm. glad you got it. But uh, but that's all I brought to show you guys. That That's pretty much all I got. I, you know, two of these, one of those, one of the regular spawn on the throne and the the kano with the the four pack i did bring you guys a couple of things and un- so the thing is you see how excited i get about presents <laughs> so the and by thing- the way just for everybody listening uh we'll have photos of everything from this show and tell in the comment section for Absolutely. when we when we link this yeah in- including the imperial tattoo let's do it man oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> i've been working out Ooh, let me get a pump let me get the bands going do 10 push-ups for a bit right <laughs>
I'm gonna look like such a nerd flexing on here. Look at this guy. I bet he goes All to right, Planet right. Fitness at his, at his mom's backyard. Yeah. So uh, I did bring a couple things. Unfortunately, like I said uh, pre-show, mm-hmm. there there's nothing there that I could have gotten you guys that would have been like, no way, without it being something that's oh, like, you oh, these. you know, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> Lock it up, Shipley. <laughs> I had a, you know, just you can get the stuff at every other convention, unless it's like an art piece, but I didn't want to risk sending that back. So what I got was some of the giveaway stuff, which I think is honestly cooler than a lot of the things that were there. I love the giveaway stuff. Yeah. So it's a a small little bag here. Is that candy? (laughs) It it is candy. (laughs) There's Dark Horse... um, Lanyards? Dark Horse Lanyard. This was from the Entertainment Earth booth, which was like a, a, a bag ri- a badge ribbon. They're oh. starting to do these at conventions, which is really cool. Oh, cool. Um, and a uh, Dark Horse pin, Ooh. which is oh, that's cool. super yeah. awesome. Dark you Horse seen, like, pin. They said like Dark Horse two percent of their products is manga, but that two percent makes up like something like 80 percent of their sales. Dang, I, I believe it. Yeah. So that stuff was for you, Sir Shipley, with a Nerf, a Nerf awesome. pen on nice. there. Nice, thank you, oh. sir. I don't know if you Nerf or nothing, but that's that's Nerf. <laughs> and Bill, I, I I got one of the one of the cooler things for you. So I got the lanyard mm-hmm. and the Comic Con badge oh, that, here. that uh, they give you with your badge. Fun story. Now, do you have do you have one of these? I don't want to take yours. I do. Me okay, and Heather, nice. me and Heather, Heather both have one. Good fun story with that is when we went back to get the badge fixed mm-hmm. or no i'm sorry when we went back to look at the program we we're like can we can we look they're like oh yeah go through you palmed one of these oh no on the way out i i was gonna ask i like you know like tucking my badge like i didn't get yeah, one yeah so on the way out of that line the lady goes here take a lanyard and i was like oh cool a lanyard sure i mean i've got one she's like take another one and oh. then she's like oh here take one of these badges too and I, or the pens i was like what Huh. You're not going to get them. You're probably going to pay money for it, but it's oh, yeah. just cool to get from the show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's so, really nice. Thank you. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's like a serious like, like metal stamped yes. three-dimensional yeah, so thing. Painted. Official, nice. official SDCC 2023 uh, pen. pen they give you with your badge that you're only supposed to get one I can't of. wait to see what they give us, the ones they give us next year for 2024 Comic-Con. <laughs> <laughs> Another ribbon, so I thought this was really great. cool. Uh, Hasbro. That. So there's that. Oh, also, purple badge with, with the cobra the symbol. Cobra. Mm, Hasbro pulse. You know, dark me. horse pen. Awesome, thank you. And I've seen you do some awesome. of the uh, the Gundam and all that. Mm-hmm. So, Ooh, this was that. the Tamashi Nation. Nations. Very cool. And let me tell you, that thing was Ooh, hard to get actually because they. Uh, oh, there's a little bag that goes in. Oh, thanks. So Excellent. they cool. they only gave me very one of those. You had to scan a QR code and like, oh sorry, um, I guess sign up for the Instagram or something, and they just they give you one. And my wife was like, nah. So I was like, oh come on. Huh. But they they did that. I thought that was super cool. No, it, it is, is super cool. cool. Thank you so much. Yeah. And since we went to uh, Entertainment Earth more than once. I got extra bags. Oh, I, I don't. Con I, bags are the best. They're the best bags. Yep. I think they're great oh, for that's groceries. Cool. For, yes, yeah, they yes, absolutely sir. are. Because they're such good size. Like you oh, yeah. I used to have so many like really cool bags like this from different places. Mm-hmm. 
I took them to K's once when I was selling a lot of stuff, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I left the bags up at the front oh. while I was waiting to get what money I was going to make. Yeah. And somebody <laughs> took my bags. Oh. Yeah, this is, oh, this is really this is huge. I, this I didn't is a know. Massive bag. Yeah, I did. didn't know those were yours, Ryan. Sorry. <laughs> 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 I love that it says "Collectors Unite" on here. That's yeah, super so cool. I thought that was Thanks. super cool. Yeah. So it was the Entertainment Earth symbol they have on there, Collectors the Unite, and, and Target. Target. Yeah, Target, because okay. that's like one of their wow. one of their big retailers, I guess. Okay. I'm gonna take this into Target. I'm be like, hey, look at that. Look at I'm fancy. I'm so fancy. Entertainment Earth just alone, they're they have really good customer service. Oh yeah. They yeah, they're nice. <laughs> So Thank that's you. that's Thank another you. thing. Yeah. yeah, you guys are welcome. Mike, distract him while I put that spawn. <laughs> that's what the spawn came earth. in. You you've got the smell of the spawn in there. Ah, oh, smells very. I gotta tell you, I just this Hasbro Pulse with the Cobra logo on it. That is awesome. I don't know what I'm gonna do with it, but I'm gonna put it somewhere cool. Mark my I, I saw that. And I was like, gotta 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 give it to Mike because I awesome. got one for my badge, yeah. and I was like, I want to put it on there, but we ended up going back, like the uh, Chuckles codes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. right, right, dude. There were so many people on eBay and uh, Facebook selling the chuckles. There was a guy that posted uh, three of them for twenty dollars each, and I was like, "Dude, we th- these are here all day. I've gotten like six of them." He tagged me, and and it was on his page. He tagged me there, and then tagged everyone on the page and says, "Hey, since so, Tyler Russell has enough time oh. to walk around and get all these codes <laughs> for you, guess what? Though I got you two of them. I got my buddy Brett one." Uh, I got somebody else one, and then I got six strangers those codes for free. So All I wanted them to was do the was the code for like a, a th- that you could order chuckles. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. So people was, were paying twenty dollars. You and could order the chuckles, money. and then it was a, a Deadpool and Agent um, Bob, Agent Bob two pack. Okay, and uh, there was another guy. I think Fred was saying on the GI Joe boards who was in San Diego. And he had grabbed a bunch of codes and had posted them on the boards and just said, first come, first serve. Oh, that's nice. And, that's uh, awesome. Just to some of the Joe collectors that were out there on the... Uh, so they would have, mm-hmm. instead of like you getting a figure while you're in San Diego, you would get the code, come back, use the code, then pay for shipping and get it. So once, but the problem is once someone has used that QR code the, 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 in, the, in the passcode next to it, it's no longer good. Okay. So if, if Tyler puts that code out there and someone uses it before I use it and then I go to use it, it's already shut off for me. Ooh, I didn't want to do that. So I that's why Fred did first come, first serve. Like That's why the guy on the GI Joe The board, guy, okay, the guy, cause, yeah. Because I was going to get Fred a code from Tyler to help Fred out also. And, yeah. Uh, but Fred said he had already got one from one of the, the big Joe collectors that was in San Diego. <clears throat> it's cool to see that the people are digging Chuckles. Yeah. Because yeah. we did, a, on my other podcast, we did a top five. G.I. Joe, characters of all time. Yeah. Chuckles was the dark horse, and I think he made it into top five. Well, and it's weird because some Joe collectors don't like Chuckles. So, like, if, if you're into Joe for paramilitary guys, Chuckles doesn't fit. Yeah. Chuckles has, like, a Hawaiian shirt and, what, like, khakis? I'm mm-hmm. trying to remember yeah, how he yeah, looks. Yeah. but He's like the laid-back Magnum but read, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Very much so. Read that G.I. Joe book from a couple years ago with oh, that the was, Chuckles book. That, yeah. The, yeah, the one um, Mike, Howard, Costa, Mike Costa. And Howard Chaplin did the art, right? Howard Chaplin. Chaplin, yeah. Don't you correct me. (laughs) This is going to make the Comic-Con very awkward for us next year. (laughs) We can't be at odds. We're getting separate rooms, right? So, so, but no, it was it was very it was very uh, nice of, of Tyler to hook everybody and yeah, thank up. you yeah. so much. I just yeah, I, yeah. I didn't applaud you first. Oh, thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't want to put the codes out there because I've I've seen stuff like that where people will post. Um, Hot Toys, for example, when they're waitlisted and then they're out, they only have like, you know, 10 or so to sell. Mm. And they're like, oh, they're up. And then everybody goes. And that that sense of hope and then 
frustration. Mm, yep. You just get mad. It's unnecessary. So mm. I put it on the uh, the action figures collector page. Nice. And I was like, hey, I've got, at the time I had three codes. Mm-hmm. I was like, first three people that comment, do not message me. I had to make it clear. I don't want 57 messages. Right. Of, hey, give me chuckles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, do not message me. Comment here. Mm-hmm. First three. I'm going to. I'm gonna send it to you. More and than I, fair. I, I More did. than fair. Yeah. Because I didn't. I didn't want a whole bunch of like, you know, messages in. I didn't want people to get frustrated because I've been there, and it's just it's unnecessary. Right. Like just it's it's literally a piece of paper with a code. I didn't get it. I didn't care about it. Again, subjective. It just yeah. not my thing. Yeah. So I know a lot of people were after it. I'm not looking to make money on that piece of paper. That was stupid. Yeah, people yeah. were selling it. But it was funny that guy was like, "Oh, here, everybody!" Dude. And I gave it to like six people, and they were like, "Thanks, Tyler." Actually, <laughs> and awesome. then I, and then from that, I had like ten more people DM me. I was like, "I don't have it. I don't have it." I had to like comment. I was like, "I don't have any more." But uh, last but not least, uh, you guys are gonna have to fight for this one. I have oh. season seven of Roseanne. <laughs> oh, season, Ron was just talking about Roseanne. Season seven of Roseanne. Wait, where was this being? That okay, guys on the that are listening right now. Yeah, this will be a contest. We're going to give this away to a lucky... Yes. To a lucky winner? Lucky listener. Because this <laughs> is also, yeah. by the way, this is around where the show got really bad. I thought you said season seven was your favorite. No. <laughs> season seven, the one where she wins the lottery. Oh, you got me, Ron. So, like... <laughs> and no, he looks so seriously. Yeah. I, 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 no, I, he did. I, he I told did. my wife I was going to give this to one of you guys. She goes, who? Nobody, nobody so watches Roseanne. Near the end of Roseanne. Because, by the way, Roseanne, the first few years, classic it was, television. It was a really good show. with anything. But near the last few seasons, she got Tom Arnold in, and they mm-hmm. were basically called the shots. And they did a whole season where she wins the lottery. And then it ends up being a dream, and Dan's dead. Oh, oh my gosh. But of course, they resurrected him before oh, for the new crazy. show. With necromancy? We will give out that Roseanne. Somebody <laughs> will win that. This this was a, a fun short little story. They on the way there, the the twenty seven and a half hundred blocks we had to walk to get to the con. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There was a Roseanne setup. It was like a uh, like a fair. <laughs> the Roseanne fair. <laughs> I took I took a picture of it and I was like, dude, they're doing a set. They're doing a set. I've never watched Roseanne. I've seen bits and pieces. Right. I, I I was like, maybe they're yeah. still filming. That's really cool. So they had this whole setup. It was a fair, and I was like, oh, maybe, maybe we'll see them. Like I don't watch it. Maybe it'd be kind of cool to see them. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't a set at all. We walked by one day and they're like, "Hey, everything's free. Come and play some play some carnival stuff for some prizes." <laughs> we got like a keychain and uh, was it Roseanne themed? It was so all Roseanne. themed. All the prizes are Roseanne stuff. All of them were. What in the yeah. world? So they had That's weird, dude. I swear, to you, they had uh, the little the little uh, stick on yeah. tattoos. Yeah. Said yeah. Roseanne. What in the? I almost brought those, but I was like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> we yeah. could look cool with our tattoos. Show it up, look like a gang. Yeah. But yeah, we could. That's so weird. So it's just a fair based around, and it was there the whole time. It was there until sun- Saturday night because we went Sunday and it was gone. I want next year. When we go, we'll go to where that Roseanne Fear was. We're going, there was a Roseanne Fear. They're going, son, the Roseanne Fear burned down in 1997. <laughs> <laughs> You're free to bust a saw a ghost. Would, <laughs> would you believe me that there was no more than three people in there at a time? Yeah, I, yes. I, believe that. I, I have no problem okay, believing that. Once so you get I, over the believability that there's a Roseanne Fear, yeah, yeah. you can believe anything. I, I, thought it, I thought it was crazy. How are we going to give this away? <laughs> Dude, you're. I, I guarantee somebody, somebody tomorrow, or as you're listening to this, I guess somebody's gonna be listening. And go, I freaking love Roseanne. I've got one through six, I'm and eight through seven. ten. Yep. So here's the thing: we work. Our next episode is our one year anniversary, and we plan to do some giveaways. Is we'll do really? we'll do this and some other. Ones. We have to do something other than yeah, Roseanne. We'll though. do more than just Roseanne, but yeah, yeah. next uh, 
next episode, which will be out the week of the 16th, right. um, will be our one-year anniversary. Amazing. That's crazy. It doesn't I know, seem like it? it at all. We'll also give away season four of The Brady Bunch. We have that? <laughs> no. <laughs> Bill, you better get your butts in the case right now. Play your yeah. cards right. You'll get well, both. Well, thank you so much for the gifts. And obviously, this means... We're going to have to pack on for a triple, for a third time. Oh, yes. You earned it. You earned yeah. it. Yeah. We'll be expecting gifts from here on out, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, if you guys have me back for a third time, I'll actually spend money. Spend money. Are saying we're going to possibly get Roseanne season eight? Do you, if, if you look at it as a full picture, yeah. To, yeah. to get these pens and little ribbons and, oh. and, and stuff, Super cool. I had to pay yep. a beep, beep, ton of money yeah. to get to not only San Diego, but yep. Comic-Con. Yeah. Yep. Nope. Yeah, no, thank so, you. Lucky, oh, lucky. Oh, my gosh. He literally traveled across the country to bring these back to us. That's I did. awesome. Yeah. I didn't know where California was on a map until I looked. And I was like, oh, my gosh, we're so far from home. <laughs> You're like most of America. Yeah. <laughs> my book of the week this week is The Astonishing Iceman Number 1. Oh, yeah. uh, Steve Orlando. I'm digging him a lot right now on um, Scarlet Witch. Oh, yeah, amazing book. And this is interesting. And I think a lot of people are going to read this, especially after... What happened in the Xbox last week? Ugh. Yeah. Uh, it's a mini series, first issue, solid. Bill. So I'm going to go. I'm not sure if y'all know this, but I guess maybe about a year ago, Marvel actually lost the license to Conan, mm. uh, the barbarian. And so what happened was after Robert E. Howard's death, I think the law is 75 years after the death of the author, their works go into public domain. Okay. So Conan went to public domain, Marvel didn't keep the license. And now it's um, it's a, with a British company, kind of oddly, but uh, called Titan Comics. Okay. And they have oh. a new Conan the Barbarian number one. Um, oh, that's cool. Yes. It's, it's nice ri- cover. It's written by Jim Zub, who did, um, I guess he did Skull Kickers, and I think there was another book that was kind of like D&D based. Yeah, he's a known, he's a known writer. He's yeah. a known writer, and his, his forte is kind of like swords and sandals type stuff. Yep. So this is his background. I think Rob Delatore does the art. Uh, and it is, just to give you a warning... This is a little more, I guess, since it's Titan Comics and not Marvel. This is a more mature Conan. Yeah. So I think that fits Conan well. Which yeah, he's does. a barbarian. Yeah. I mean, I'm expecting some some winching and some beheadings and. <laughs> yep. But it, it definitely has more of the vibe of the Savage Sword of Conan magazine, mm-hmm. like when you were younger, and it was more like the adult kind of uh, take on Conan. So if you're looking for something you know new that's kind of leans toward swords and sandals and. Uh, I'm going to recommend this new Conan. Loincloths. Yeah, loincloths, sure. I guess. Mike. I am very excited to read X-Men 25, as you mentioned, following uh, last week's events, which I'll get to here in a minute is uh, my recommendation. (laughs) But uh, I've never been, uh, well, I can't say never. I've not Mm -hmm. been as hungry for new X-Men stuff as I have in years for this, just because what happened to this last Hellfire Gala issue was so astonishing that I, I just cannot wait to see what happens next. Literally, I'm, I'm hanging on every moment. So I, I can't wait to just get home and crack this X-Men 25 uh, by uh, Jerry Dugan, of course. He's been rocking this core title during Fall of X. It's been cons- very consistently good. The artist uh, Stefano Caselli. And I'm also very excited that this is the return of Kate Pride with a Shadow Cat persona. Yep. She's been rocking the Captain Kate, which is great. Fun, leans into her heritage with Wolverine being a little surly. But right. uh, this new uh, reemergence of Shadow Cat, there's big, big reasons as to why she's reclaimed this. And, by the uh, way, it's um, awesome. If your X Men 25 has, like, let's say, oh, just 
off the top of my head, Lay's barbecue chip uh, <laughs> markings inside of it. No. I have no idea what happened. Uh, Ron's uh, hands were dusty with that stuff. I'm going to need a refund. Is, yeah. that that, is that what that bag is up there? Yes. That's yes. Exactly <laughs> that yeah. That's what Bill's that, um, that, that empty bag. Yeah. Oh, is it empty? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, recommendations. Uh, I'll start first. <clears throat> There's a show that came back on a couple years ago and ended. Uh, Timothy Oliphant and uh, Walton Goggins. It's just one of the best shows on television called Justified. It nice. ran six or seven seasons. I think it almost made it to Roseanne. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but they've just brought it back for a revival. Um, Timothy Oliphant's daughter is playing his daughter on the show, and they do not miss a beat. Really? It's now set in Detroit. I wish they had set it in Kentucky like the rest of the show. Mm-hmm. It's set in Detroit. Uh, the first two episodes, phenomenal. They do such a good job on that show with their villains of the season. Um, yeah, and this uh, this villain is is great. I don't want to spoil too much of what happens in the first couple episodes, but it's uh, FX and uh, Hulu next day. Nice. Um, if you like Justified, you're really going to like this. Yeah, super solid. Cool. Mike. Well, huh. speaking of X-Men, I want to <laughs> highly, highly recommend the Hellfire Gala issue that came out last week. I mean, my jaw was on the floor. The first of it starts, you know, vaguely ominous, but maybe a third of the way through, I was like, holy <laughs> what the <laughs> f- is happening here? Then I would turn a few more pages, and I was like, what is possibly f-ing even going on here? What the <laughs> Oh, my God. Then you get to the end, and you're like, oh, what the <laughs> So, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a lot. Um, talk about status quo shattering. I mean... <laughs> I expected some big things in this book. I did not. I, I can't really go into it too much because there still may be people who haven't read it, but it, yeah. it changes everything. And they've been building up the storyline for the past, what? Four years. Four years? Yep. And I've read almost all of it because that's that's what I do with the X-Men. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's been great. It's, it's been breaking boundaries all over the place with new story ideas. But this brings it together in a culmination that I literally, my jaw was on the floor. I, I literally like dissociated and just stared at the wall for 15 minutes after reading this. Cause I was like, I can't read any more comics tonight. What in the, uh, it's a lot, but uh, very impressive. It's high quality, just shocking. It all makes sense. Um, Wait till you read 25. Wow, so that's the first thing um, I'm doing when I get home. Again, bleep, bleep me here. Mm. Some of the stuff Kitty Pride doesn't issue. Holy fuck. Whoa. <laughs> I like that we can get bleep now. Um, <laughs> But I would say, like, because I, I, I had to bounce out of the X-Men books a few years ago. Right. The loan didn't come through. I couldn't afford all the, <laughs> all the X-Books. But it's a good jumping-on point for people that want to get back into the mutant books. They do a really good job in the Hellfire Gala, introducing where everybody's at in the story. Oh, good. Introducing characters that maybe you're not familiar with. They do a great job of that. So if you're thinking of starting X-Books again with Fall of X... Mm-hmm. It's definitely a good jumping on point. I would agree. Even with that. though this is the second part of, I guess, of a planned three story, three story arc that Jonathan Hickman was originally going to do. But yeah, it's it's a lot. You said like in a you had to set silent for a little bit after finishing it, right? It was shocking. I mean, I don't use that word lightly. I, I literally couldn't believe some of the things I'd seen in it. <clears throat> on the level of violence, in particular, I mean, there's some panels that it's bordering boys' level violence, just gore, like Wait body parts. X Men Twenty Five. Oh my god! <laughs> Jeez. Ron was describing some of the Kitty Pride scenes in the book, and it's pretty rough. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Shadow Cat is back. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard so many bleeps in a podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your uh, recommendation? 
Uh, so actually, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it on the the in the toy aspect of things because you guys know that's my that's my niche. Yep. Uh, I've really gotten into Mythic Legions. Nice. Um, I can't remember if I talked about this last time I was on here, but Mythic Legions. I think Legions... you may have brought one, but you didn't really go into it. Yeah. Okay, so so Mythic Legions are amazing. I've thought about getting one for for years, and they're I finally six inch figures. Yeah. <clears throat> so I finally did, and they're like you think of Legos, but action action figures with quality accessories, posability, or articulation, whatever. All of it just bundled into one for one very fair price <clears throat> and you can pop every single piece off mm. you can have a gladiator a barbarian and then an elf take everything apart and make three totally different figures oh wow nice they even have builder figures for people like me and mike over here where we do you know the customizing stuff painting mm-hmm. um you can take like a builder figure mm-hmm. and just paint it however you want i mean i've oh. seen people take a couple of figures and they'll do like a boba fett scheme oh, cool there's somebody recently that did a bo-katan and I thought it was awesome. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely the first recommendation. And uh, humbly recommending TJ Toy Hunts on YouTube. <laughs> I have to, you know, I'm I'm still I'm still climbing the hill. Haven't got to the top yet, but I'm trying to trying to push it out there a little bit. Well, the episodes are great. I haven't seen all of them, but I especially like the ones where you travel. I like to see other people's stores and kind of yeah. their setups. Like 50, 60 bucks. Just so a little secret about the small conventions. A lot of people don't know. The, the benefit of going to the small conventions, so the big convention, you have your big-time dealers, right? <clears throat> and that's cool. But the small conventions, you have the guys like Tyler or the guys like, you know, who's got a bunch of stuff and he's found in his garage. And he's like, I had this stuff when I was a kid, but I want to get rid of it. So they just rent that table for that one or two days for that small convention, and they're just blowing that stuff out. So yeah. you're going to be able to find a lot of stuff at good prices that, mm. like, the big dealers won't sell you mm. because it's more of – these guys that are either um, it's like a hobby for them or they're just getting the, the booth for that one weekend because they want to get rid of their toy collection. Mm, that is yeah. an insight. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, also, I want to say like uh, just really quick um, back to the SDCC set, setup and the uh, showroom floor, mm-hmm. the big vendors like uh, NECA and uh, Tamashi Nation and all, all those EE, they had, <laughs> yeah. They had absolutely massive displays. You would think that you just walked into their store, oh, right? Wow. So the like for Entertainment Earth, they had this huge circle around hanging from the ceiling that said Entertainment Earth all the way around it. Oh, cool. So that's you know you look up. You don't need a program to find the bigger booths. You just right. look up and you're like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, okay. So that's uh. You know, that's where we're gonna find that stuff. You're guided so, by the uh, the Tamashi star in the sky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah nice. So I thought that I thought that was notable because that's one of the things that differs so much from any convention I've ever been to, or mm. probably will ever be to. You know, because they, they just do it insane for Comic Con. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't get any bigger than that. No. Um, and so I guess I'm gonna wrap it up with uh, recommendations. Yeah. Uh, I guess if um, <clears throat> in the news last week. I don't know if everybody heard, but Sinead O'Connor passed away. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it, it, it it's weird when people who you kind of grew up, who are integral to like like the soundtrack of your life that kind of pass away, like people that you, yeah. you, have, you have moments in time that you remember. So 1987, 88, I remember sitting out in front of Rivergate mm-hmm. Mall, and I just went into Cats and had bought Lion and the Cobra on cassette, Sinead O'Connor. Was that her debut album? I think it was her debut album. Okay. And uh, I remember putting it in, and I, at that time I'd only heard, I think there was only one song on there that I'd heard, had gotten radio play, and it was kind of a poppy song, um, Lay Your Hands on Me. 
But anyway, uh, the, the rest of the cassette sounded nothing like that song, and I'm glad it didn't because every other song sounded much more personal and uh, and real to me. And just the voice was, of course, amazing. Everybody you know knows her from um, the uh, the Prince song, I guess. Uh, nothing compares to you. Yeah. Um, that he'd given to her, and she recorded, became a number one hit. And oddly enough, I was a huge fan of watching the MTV Music Awards back in the day, and that was the first video that ever that ever won best video that was done by a woman. So up until that, every oh, wow. best video had been a man's video or, oh. or band. It's interesting because it's a very simple video. It's just her and a, with a black turtleneck and a close-up yep. of her, her face. Iconic. And um, so anyway, if you haven't uh, had a chance to be exposed to Sinead O'Connor, um, I'd recommend either her second album, I, I Do Not Want What I Haven't Got, is, is also great. So either mm-hmm. of those albums, mm-hmm. but I would start with The Lion and the Cobra. Yep, and yeah. uh, out of respect for her, I did look it up. <clears throat> Oh, okay. and, uh, yeah. The Lion and the Cobra was her debut. Okay, yeah, I thought yeah. so. You know, unfortunately, there's two more to add to that recently. Paul Rubens yeah. and um, Angus Cloud, I believe, plays, played uh, no, Fezco. I, but I hadn't watched the show, but uh, from my understanding, he was great on the show, right? Amazing, okay. amazing. One of one of my top five favorite characters, and there's a lot of lovable characters on there. 25. 25. I think yeah. it was, uh, I believe it was, unfortunately, he... Was it, I know he had issues with substance yeah. abuse or yeah, uh, suicide, uh, I believe. Okay. S- um, supposedly, yeah. So it very recent as of a couple days from when this comes out, but mm-hmm. but yeah, that's that's what it was leaning now, towards. Was, was he an actor before this show, or was this? Kind I think of his? I, I read about him because I didn't. I've not uh-huh. watched Euphoria. I hadn't it's either. Just too too much for me. Yeah. Um, but he was a waiter that was discovered. That's what I thought. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he did. He did a great job. Really yeah. sold the care. And you would think Euphoria is a very drug in depth, and right. so I, I was like, you know, being around that environment and the Might cast and crew, the, yeah, yeah, you would kind of think that there was, I don't know, yeah, yeah. but that, yeah. it's it's you know all sad. It comes in threes, so hopefully we're done right yeah. now. Yeah, I have to say the Sinead one surprisingly kind of hit me hard. Uh, completely coincidentally, I was just listening to I Do Not Want What I Haven't Got two mm-hmm. nights before that news broke. I, I was just kind of wow. digging through Spotify, and I was like, I haven't heard this in a while. Beautiful mm-hmm. album. Well, yeah. Like you said, so personal, and then that news just broke. It, it connected with just having listened to that. That one, that one hit me kind of hard, for sure. It was yeah. one of those things where she deserved better than what she got. Uh, yes. Um, yeah, so. for sure. That we are now at the point, like, uh, Sound of Freedom is... Mm-hmm big right now in the theaters you know it's about human trafficking child mm-hmm. trafficking and everything that's come out with the catholic church yeah and she was the first one that was brave enough to speak out about that yeah um and, and a lot of people just crucified her yeah you know? i mean and a lot of people kind of uh they you know they called her crazy Sinead and Saturday Night yep. Live did skits but frank sinatra said he wanted to beat her up oh yeah joe, Pe- uh, joe pesci <laughs> said he wanted to smack her the next week <clears throat> that's on less SNL. surprising but um but i tell you it's not it's not crazy to to not be adjusted to a world where there's there's heinous things going on, right? Like that's mm-hmm, not yeah, that's mm-hmm. to me that's not crazy. That's normal, mm-hmm, you know. Yeah. But yeah. for some reason in 1993 that was considered crazy. And good for that Chris Chris Christopherson. Yeah, it's coming out that she appeared a few weeks later at a celebration for Bob Dylan. Yeah, and she was getting like heckled so hard. And she's 26 years old at the time. Okay. Imagine being 26. She was like you were like sixty years ago. You were twenty six. Mm. So are you, hard are you looking at Mike this time? Are you still looking um, at me? But just the first to have the courage to do what you do, right? And then to go out when the whole world, yeah, is destroying you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It says that she was she was being booed off the stage, and and Chris Christopherson came out on stage and put his arm around her. 
Wow. Yeah. And uh, and told her to uh, not let the uh, the bastards get you down. Wow. Yeah. Had to bleep that out. This is no, a, don't bleep that out. That's an adult episode. Yeah. She's just doing the things that a lot of people didn't have the balls to do yeah, yeah. and that, that's like you know now it kind of it kind of went and then went again where you can't say anything you can say anything and now you can't say anything right so yeah I, but there are certain things like that that people are going to speak out about because the voice for the voiceless thing you, yeah, you know sure. you, somebody has to do and say something and she was like that's that's me right and, here. Uh, yeah. and oddly enough and I don't want to end this on a downer, but oddly <laughs> enough, the uh, the picture of the Pope she ripped up had actually been her mom's picture that had Whoa. hung in her house for years while she was growing up and being abused both huh. by her mom and uh, by the uh, the Catholic Reformatory School that she was in from the age of 14 on. Wow. wow. So that so picture that picture actually meant something to her. It wasn't just a generic picture of the Pope. Yeah. That was had been the picture that had been in her mom's house that her that that's was, deep. Yeah. You shared yeah. on your on your personal page. Um, yeah. We won't talk about it here, but. Um, her story from her one of her autobiographies about when she first met Jesus. It's an incredible and it's story. Such right. a powerful right. story. Yeah. Such a fascinating <laughs> lady. Um, incredible. Yeah. And then Paul Rubens, like he mentioned. Yeah. Uh, and another what, one from our childhood. Yeah. So what can you? What I mean, seriously, what can you say? And this is the thing with Paul Rubens is is, and I've learned to do this a long time ago. But you, you separate the person from the character, mm. and so we're all flawed people. Yeah. And so the stuff that happened later in his life, you know, it's 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 it, it's. It's sad that it happened, but I don't necessarily hold that against Paul Rubens and um, you well, know it was just and, a mistake. I mean, yeah. no one else got hurt. It's no, no, like, no, no, no. And um, and I so I choose to I choose to remember him, you know, as uh, as Pee Wee, mm-hmm. as uh, Derek. What's his name from Blow? He was great. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Um, oh yeah, he was great on Thirty I didn't Rock. Think about that, yeah, that was uh, a really good. Thirty performance. Rock <laughs> yeah. was good. Oh, even I, I rewatched the original Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie. Like, oh yeah. uh, about a year ago, and he's fantastic in that. Somebody on TikTok played a where he was. Uh, WWE a couple of years ago, yeah. and he uh, has a segment with the Miz, and it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, one of my favorite movies growing up as a kid, definitely Pee Wee's Big Adventure. I, I must have watched that on local cable or not local cable, but cable. Who yep. knows how many times? Oh yeah, I had the for whole sure. Thing memorized. Was that the first Tim Burton movie you think you saw? Uh, yeah, yes, yeah. I can I can confidently say yeah. that. Yep, I, I read somewhere was... where I can't get confirmation this is true or not, but Pee Wee's Big Adventure is what ended up getting him <clears> the Batman job. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Because those two movies are so diametrically... Well, kind of. They're kind of diametrically opposed, but, but there's similarities also. Yeah. But yeah, we'll miss some great people we lost. Yeah. 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 I don't think there's any real happy way we can end this episode. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for listening to Comics Exchange. Rod, tell a joke before we go. <laughs> but, uh... No, no, it's uh like like uh, Tyler said. Maybe this is we'll have a brief a brief respite and uh, we're all everybody's safe for a while. Mm. Yeah, but uh, it's just one of those things. Uh, love the people in your life because you never know. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And then I think Pee Wee, it turned <clears throat> out, had been um, similar to Chadwick Boseman. It turned out he'd been battling cancer silently yes, yes. and courageously for, for six years. Six years. Yeah, because he posted. Um, he wrote something, I guess, a couple hours or so before he died. Yeah. Just like he apologized for not letting people know, but he just. He didn't want people to see him that way. Chadwick was no, one of those that hit me like yes, pretty yeah. pretty hard. And it yeah. usually it's you know it's like okay you don't know the people personally, but Chadwick right. was like just such a down to earth person. And I yeah. I I can't remember what age I was with Paul Walker, but same mm. kind of deal. I just felt a certain way like I don't know Chadwick kind of kind of got me. And then McFarlane came out with the tribute uh, comic, so I, I had to mm. get the. 
yeah. know, the color and the black and white, and I've got those hanging on the wall. And I thought about taking them down the other day to make some room for stuff, and I was like, absolutely not. That's, you did a that's, cool, it was like a spawn cover, right? Yeah. But it was Chadwick Boseman in like the spawn yeah. gear. Yeah. It's like, yeah. that. that's got to stay there. It's got to be on the wall somewhere. I don't know. I don't, that one just, that just got yeah. me feeling funny. Yeah. But uh, Paul's <clears throat> last words were, please accept my apologies for not going public with what I've been facing the last six years. I've always felt a huge amount of love and respect from my friends, fans, and supporters. I loved you all so much and enjoyed making art for you. I think we should go out on that. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, this episode has been surprising. Mm-hmm. This episode has had gravitas. Gravitas. Oh, I like that word. Yeah. But, uh, everybody out there, you know, tell your friends and your family you love them. Give them a big hug. And um, I love I guess, you guys. Uh, I love you guys. Yeah. I'm Mike D. <laughs> I'm the deep voice, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Bill Langford and our guest. Tyler Russell, thank you guys. Thanks for listening. See you guys in the funny books. Bye. Bye. Nice.